This is Ham Radio, fighting the war against the purification of America. Because who needs that shit? Why? Because we can. Follow us, follow us, but not too close. On Twitter, twitter.com forward slash Ham Radio Show. Ham Radio. Tastes so good, make you want to slap your mama. Don't it, Willie? Yeah, boy. Hey, mama. What the hell you want, Willie? over what happens on your show. If you don't, if you don't, then you suck at your job. Then you suck at your fucking job. Oh, yeah, I know all about the FCC. Billy McNames. you woken up the demon in me yeah yeah oh it feels so good oh yeah uh, hey, what the fuck? Hey, what the fuck? Got it all out? <laughs> a little bit. A little bit. I mean, I'm a little gassy. 
back still hurts. Other than that, I'm pretty fine. I got Yeah, what's you, up with that? This I week? have everybody well, had gas this week. Well, no, not just the gas. I have, I have my sisters. My fucking stepsister uh, might be back. I have no clue. I'm ah. taking drugs. I, I'm using natural and I'm using antibiotics. She may be back. Well, she's she's <laughs> she's rearing her ugly head. Mm-hmm. Uh, but she might be back. Uh, Seven one eight. She's she's, she's 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 poking me in the rear. Seven one eight five seven seven thirteen eighty nine. It is the Ham Radio Show. A good evening, everybody. A good evening. Yeah. A good evening. Uh, it is uh, a big show today. How big is it? About four and a half inches. Oh, oh, the, oh show, the show, you uh, idiots. I was measuring from my colon. Probably. Uh, then it's at least three inches. Um, it is our anniversary, and, and John from Taste of Puebla. Listen, by the way, I have a new, I have a new thing. When we say Taste of Puebla, we have the truck horn. <laughs> oh, Okay. So from Days of Puebla, uh, they John was he wrote me personally today. Oh, well, he did, and they he was said, in, make a well, no, 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 he he didn't say this. <laughs> yeah, that should get us some extra business. Yeah, if they had a horn like that, yeah. it would be great. Mm-hmm. First off, uh, the <laughs> fact of the matter is he he was mad with me, and me and Joe were trying to figure this out. Oh. Uh, because I don't know when exactly how long we've been doing this. Oh yeah, it feels like eons. Uh, but I believe uh, that we are. Well, 2004, Joe says he was he redid this studio. I know. In 2006, Billy. I redid the studio. Right. Okay, so 2004. But I don't think it was 2004 because I wasn't. I w- yeah, but I wasn't at WNJC when my father was alive. No. My father was dead. He died in 2006. So, are you sure about I'm right. pretty fucking sure that my father. I did not. I was call, not at WNJC. Your mother. Your mother would know. <laughs> Call, hey, yeah, ma! Yeah. I'll call, I'll call, call an ask her that right now. I, know I'll, I, was, I will literally call her and ask her. I don't think that... I have no heart, right? That you was, have no yeah, fucking I, heart. I know. noticed that. That was bad. Yeah. <laughs> Joe is mad. Fuck Joe. No, not bad. He has no soul. I have no... I have no you, know. you have no soul. I mean, the sun is right here. He, he <clears> knows. <throat> he I know when my father died, yeah. Joe. Most most people... You don't remember yeah. when yeah. his last name Sept- September 3rd, 2006. <laughs> My father passed away. I, I know that for a fact. I was alive. I was there. See if my mother passed away. She probably won't because she screens, and it's probably not coming up our radio station or anything. Ding. Hey, Ma. Boom. Ma. What? Shut up. You're on the... Hi, Ma. How you doing? Hold on. Wait. Hi, Crow. You can't ask her all the questions before we ask her. You're saying buzzer. hello. But I also, she's on the air. I have to tell her not to, you know, don't say fuck, Mom, okay? Oh, God. Okay. Right. Thank you. No problem. I Thank told you. you about cussing around your mother. I, I'm telling her what not to do, Ricky. I'm following your expertise. She has no class at all. <laughs> you have, I have no class. You want me to call and ask my mother about my dead dad? No, it was a question. That's so I'm, I'm asking her now. Okay. Ma, was Dad alive when I started at WNJC, Renaissance Radio? Hold on, she's thinking. What year? No, but what year did you start? I don't there? know. That's why we're asking you. <laughs> no. If it was no. two, no. look. If it was no, two, th- I, Ma, hold on. Ma, watch Ma. your tone. Watch your tone. Shut up, Ricky. <laughs> if it was two thousand and six, obviously he was dead at two thousand in September. Before yes. that, I don't remember being in WNJC. That's my point. I think I don't it was remember that, that either. All right, so we're we're thinking it's after two thousand and six. Let's say 2007. Yes. 
Okay, go Because I remember I started at Q104 after Dad died, too. Yeah, in January. Yeah. I'm one of those. Yeah, I'm one of those sad stories where my father never got to see me do radio. I know. Or hear me do radio. Thanks a lot. (laughs) Fucking fate. Taking my father, you piece of shit. Sorry, I'm just screaming out. I'm just screaming out in anger, Mom. I'm screaming out in anger. I'm cursing it. I'm cursing it. The heavens. on the phone. My mother's heard me curse before. All the time. All the time. If my father was alive, he'd slap your face. Man. Well, if your father was slapping me in the face, and then he would, then he'd be my father, and then we would be actual brothers, and then I would probably be cooler. I think you should slap him in the face anyway, man. Ma, you, <laughs> you're a great mom because mom, ma, mom, we weren't allowed. Even in even in my thirties, I wasn't allowed to curse in front of well, my mother. She wouldn't let me that, do it. Well, oh, yeah. that's good because I'm in my forties. Yeah. <laughs> so. Now that we're doing the math, I- I'm going to say 2007. I couldn't smoke in front of my mother. Mom. Yeah. Well, you were smoking a blunt in front of your mother. That's different. <laughs> hey, Ma, like some weed? Hi, I'm Joe. I'm Joe. Just so you don't remember me, I'm your son. Uh, all right. So wait. Let's just let's just figure this out. 2007. It's 2020 now. Someone do math. Right. That's 13 years. 10 years. 13. That's 13 years. So 13, which is my lucky number. So you're saying that we're That's celebrating right. we're celebrating our 13th anniversary? Don't I even don't, yes. And don't even anyone ask me how many goddamn shows we've done. Oh. Cuz I have lost track of that. I have no clue. <laughs> Was no one keeping record? <laughs> not as, not that I could see. Well, at least 50 shows a year at least. At well, least. I want say 48. All right, so does Nick, or Nick, our Canadian Unified Network technician, I'm not going to say that word because my mom's on the phone. Yeah, come on. Even though we did, I, we discussed, Mom, didn't we discuss that in England that you say that as a term of endearment? Right. Oh, really? Yeah. Yes, you What's did. That? Uh, you informed me. I should move there. Yeah, you should move there because Joe says it a lot. Uh, Ma, I learned it from Joe. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so let me see. Hold on. No, no, Billy did. See, Nick is wrong. Billy did the solo show because Piney's mom died. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, because okay. he's figuring. No, because he's figuring. He's doing Canadian math. Uh-huh. You have to carry the moose. Um, <laughs> carry the moose. Carry the moose. <laughs> carry the moose. Put your dot near the beaver and carry the moose. All right. So now, what I'm thinking though is, I'm going to say 2000. You know why I'm going to say it, Billy? Number one, I don't fucking care. Number two, okay. 13's my lucky number. Ooh. So let's just say 13 years. Happy 13th anniversary, oh, everybody. Good God, baby. Round of applause <laughs> to everybody. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Good for us. But Mom listen. doesn't know. Canada doesn't know. No one knows. But when you first started, weren't you doing shows five days a week? Or you always always doing No, that was. No, no. We yeah. did. Uh, we did. Uh, first, we did a, a, like a mock show for Joe and his company. Right. Then we, we dazzled them with our bullshit, right, Mom? And then we did a Saturday night show for <laughs> and then, a couple and of years. That was in WNJC. That's right. what I'm saying. So that's when I counted. November, so, two, so 2007, I could tell 11, you, 11, 2007 it was. Yeah, I could tell you where I was working. So where was, were you working? I was bro? working in... Uh, Put that mic near your mouth so my mom can hear Nostra Avenue the first time. Okay. But what company? So they don't for know. Pathmark. Okay, there you go. It's a supermarket and, for everyone who doesn't know. Uh <laughs> And I was also, I was living on, uh, Bard Avenue. Bard Avenue. Did you say borrowed time? Uh, now, what years those were, I couldn't tell you. See, that's what but I'm I saying. But I know when we 
put all of this together. All right, well, Nick in Canada, by the way, wants everyone to know somebody died, so you couldn't do the show, and Billy bored the audience. Oh, that's what he did, yes. But that was when Piney's mom died. Right, but that wasn't the... No, you. Billy has bored the audience numerous times, yes. so don't get confused. <laughs> uh, that's my job. Exactly. All right, Mom. I'm quite good at that. All right. I love fun. you. Take Bye-bye. care, Mom, and I'm going to straighten them out. Yeah. Bye, Mrs. Eddie's Smack mom. <laughs> Ricky yeah, says bye. he's gonna straighten me out. Have Why, mom? He's taking he's, he's taking what? off his belt. <laughs> oh, he's taking off his belt. I don't know what that means. Maybe you're gonna get a spanking. <laughs> <laughs> Ma, you know and I know I charge extra for That's that. Right. Yeah. <laughs> All right, I'll talk to you later. Have fun. Take bye, care, bye. mom. Bye bye, boys. Bye bye. There goes mom, everybody. Mom yeah. left. Your mom's the greatest. Yeah, she is yeah, the best. She is absolutely the best. How did you get you? I don't know. She's yeah. the best mother I got. <laughs> What right. was she reading when she got oh, you, bro? What did she wrong. do? All right, you. Nick now says 11-11-2007, he was in elementary school. Oh, wow. Although that's Canadian <laughs> elementary school, so that's automatically he was school? probably 17. Yeah, you're 25, I think. We did yeah, it's a very <laughs> slow curve. I don't know. They have classes like Introduction to Maple Syrup. Yeah. So it's not <laughs> like it's that fucking difficult what we're talking about. It. All right, so let's, let's just say 13. So happy thirteenth to everybody. That's All what we're right. doing. Okay. I will I will deliver some fine words later on in the program because today we have a very special show. Yeah, it is our countdown. I didn't get the sound effect, so I don't care. Our countdown to Cobra Kai. Ooh, yeah. Cobra Kai season three starts uh the January eighth, two thousand twenty one. That is correct. On Netflix. Well, one uh, and two is on Netflix already. Yes, one and two right now. So bulk up, binge yeah. it up, get it ready. On the show today, Sensei Crease will be here. Martin Cove will be here. By the way, Martin Cove also in all three karate kids. Correct. He was in Rambo two. Yeah. He was in Wyatt Earp. He's been in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. He's been in countless movies. Uh the house on the left. The last house, last on the house left. on the left, Billy. He was in that as well. So that was his like la- that was his last ever horror movie yeah. that I believe he's ever done. He also did something called VFW, which was a newer kind of horror movie mm-hmm. uh, uh, with some people. But it, 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 neither here nor there. He's here because of Cobra Kai. Okay. He's here because I have some shit that we need to address. Uh-huh. We had to talk about how great the Karate Kid was and everything else. Later on in the program, also special guest. Uh, from Aura Janelle LLC, the CEO of that company, mm-hmm. uh, will be on the phone. We'll be calling her because we have a drink selection in the yeah, studio right now. It's looking good. Beautiful stuff. So give me one of them. I'll put it up to the camera so we can show. Give me, give me that beautiful green yeah, one. Let me clean off. My, it's a, it's a little nice and frosty. We want to get it. Two of them. We'll do, we'll do this one first. We'll get the, we'll get the brand out there. Yeah. Aura Janelle LLC. This is the Lit Tea and uh, E-Lit Elixirs. Ooh. I don't know. She's going to tell us more about this stuff. This stuff right. looks delicious, so I really would well, like to... Well, she said drink with caution. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> How many times have I heard that? Yeah. Well, I ain't driving. Um, okay, so it's, that wasn't the flavor. That's the, the whole... It's the company logo. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. All right, so Originelle, uh, Lit Tea, and E-Lit... Elixirs. Elixirs. I know, but it's not spelt like that. It's spelt like a certain way, because L-I-T... Probably means something else that we're supposed lit. to get lit. lit. You're getting lit. Right. But also, she says drink in moderation. Like she right. said, it says D I M it. So drink in moderation. But this stuff looks delicious. Looks ready to go. Can't yeah. wait to. You want to try it, Pokey? No, thanks. I prefer grass. <laughs> That's right, Blockhead. He prefers glass. Oh, uh, grass. Uh, yes. Nick, by the way, wants to point out, and yes, he learned how to make maple syrup. 
in school. So. You plugged the oh, tree. Okay. He was 13 in grade, uh, grade uh, so he was in grade 7, he was 13, so it's actually oh, God, 13 and show. 13 and 13 is all stroking around here now. Right. So we got that going on. We actually corrupted his youth. Oh, we fucked him up. <laughs> well, before there was Nick, there was Cockroach. Oh, yeah, right. yeah. So that was the Nick before That's right, yeah. there was a Nick. Before there was a cunt, we had a Cockroach. Yeah, okay. And Cockroach Radio was Cockroach the guy Radio. that literally just adhered himself to the ham radio show on WNJC, yeah. Renaissance Radio. What mm. happened to him? Uh, I have no clue. I don't he know what married. he went on. He got stomped out. He oh. got married and moved away. He oh. did? Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Let's go to the phones. It's the ham radio show. Who's on my phone? This is Pat Morita. Oh, it's Pat Morita hey, from yo. the Pat Morita from the Dead. How are you, Pat Morita? <laughs> I am good. How are you? I I don't, I don't know Blinded. why. Why why do you sound so white? Very good <laughs> and constipated. I did. Big difference. Oh, very good, very good. So, uh, are you calling in because we're having Crease on the show today? Crease. I hear that you have my friend Mr. Martin Cove on the show tonight. I have a very important question for him. Okay, what is your important question? I'll pass it on, uh, Mr. Miyagi. I want to know why I don't get a phone call for a reboot. Um, it's, I really can give you the answer, though, dude. You're, you're, you're dead. But I can still act. <laughs> you can only act like the floor that they do sand the floor on. We can't... You know, it's not. It's not really like we can bring you back. How are you gonna? Act? You 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 can't do any martial arts. You're dead. You can't even. Fun. Yes. You must pay attention. You can't even fix the <laughs> sink anymore. Yeah. Daniel Fun. Yes. Pay attention. My name's not Daniel. I continue the lessons. Oh, okay. Lift the casket. Lower the casket. <laughs> Lift the casket. Lower the casket. You're a sick fuck, Mister Miyagi. <laughs> Shaking, By the way, if Ricky's dad slapped you, you would definitely call him daddy. <laughs> <laughs> very true. It's very true. Thank you, Pat Marita from the dead. It's just like any actor. And he hung up, too. Yeah. It's just like any actor. They're always right for the part. I can be taller. I can be taller. I can be dead. Well, that, that is one thing I need, yeah. to talk, I need to talk to Martin about. That's one of the things. They didn't want... I, I, trust me, I've done my research like I always do. Uh-huh. Right. And let me tell you, I learned a lot of shit that the people that made the movie did not want Pat Morita as Mr. Miyagi. Oh, yeah, I They didn't that. want him at all because they were too... He, he had the the, um, the, the hip that. nip. Sure. The hip nip. He was a comedy guy. A lot of people don't know that yeah. because a lot of people only know him as uh, Pat Morita as Mr. Miyagi. Yeah, I think right. they wanted Ryan O'Neill or something. Well, they... <laughs> That would have been a way okay, yep. different movie. Yep. It would have been more believable if Tatum O'Neill was playing it. Yeah, they'd have seen the bottle in his back pocket. <laughs> yeah, yeah, really. I, I like Barbara's... Very fuzzy. Um, the... <laughs> Joe's laughing at that. The, uh, they no matter how the wind howls, the mountain cannot bow to it. Very true. Uh, they didn't want him because they were so stuck on the character, the nip, the hip nip right. that he played, and the Arnold from Happy Days and everything. They yeah. didn't want to use him. They didn't think and it would then, work. literally, it was the chemistry. From what I've heard, it was the chemistry between Martin Cove and Miyagi as really? well, Pat Morita as. Look, think about it. It's two opposite ends of the spectrum. You have the little. Tiny Asian guy yeah. right. that was very quiet. Because remember, Miyagi was very like, oh, yeah. Daniel-san, 
Come send the floor. And he right. was very calm and cool and collected. And Cove, Martin that. Cove was playing such a dick. He's playing such the dickhead opposite side of the spectrum yeah, yeah, sure. of just, you know, John Kreese was a fucking cocksucker. He was an asshole yeah. on so many levels. And he was all stages of fucked up because a lot of the stuff that Martin Cove brought to the, brought to the table, like, he invented for that character. Mm. So, like, the Vietnam aspect of how he... That's why slanty-eyed people, yeah, as yeah, he would say yeah, in the yeah. movie, and, and look at the, the... Like, in later ones, there was a lot of other foul language that I won't say yeah. against the fine Asian people. Mm. Uh, but I he, could be wrong, but didn't Pat Marina get an, an Oscar nomination for that movie? That I have no clue. Uh, look that up, Billy. Yeah, Alexa, wait, wait, hold on. We can just ask Alexa. Alexa. They did it, too. Did Pat Marina ever get... Alexa. Did Pat, did Pat Morita ever get an Oscar nomination? Sorry, I'm not sure. So she would have the answer right there. If yeah. it, I don't think he did. I think yeah. he got. He, he might have got critical. He, which he did get critical acclaim. Oh, without for. a doubt, but I, I, I'll, I'll look it up. Can later. you look it up on that little typey box that's in front of you? Wait. As you ordered Billy to go fucking do it. Well, Billy's my guy. I know, but you literally. Shut have, up! He thinks he's witty. I know. You have a computer in front of you, though. Jesus. And what was the character, Crease? Wait, hold on. Hold on. It's fucking... It's, it's Ricky's father. What? <laughs> what was the guy named... Uh, John Crease. Crease. Oh, okay. We used to call that, you know, when when we wanted something from the, from some ass from the women, we used to go, we're going to get the Crease. You're going to get the Crease? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Now, when, when he's it. on, why don't you ask him, sir, is your name a, a, a pseudonym for vagina? No. <laughs> and then he will go, hi I show you... Yeah, I, I show respect. you... Oh no, he he put down his hands and now he has a chainsaw. Uh so Martin Cove will be here. Also Aurora uh Janelle uh will be on the program as well. Also WTF News, it's our anniversary. So it's good stuff. Uh Billy, what's my clock here? You have about uh based on the fact that they're calling us and they may call early. Yes. Let's go with two minutes. I got two minutes. We might as well fit this in for the two minutes that we still have. Uh over the Week. Couple of days, Alex Trebek passed away. Right. Yeah, uh, nobody had him on the Deadpool bingo. I, I had him, but you don't want to. You, you don't fucking have him. I told you. You, you crossed out Betty White's name and you wrote Alex Trebek. No, it no. was kind of fucked up, no, Joe. No. Betty's going. And I ask you not to do that again to the official charts. I'm going. Uh, but as everybody, uh, like when we do the Deadpool bingo, it's usually business first. We're about the money and everything else. Right. Uh, this one kind of touched my soul a little bit. I love Alex Trebek. Grew up watching Alex Trebek uh, okay. on Jeopardy and everything else. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, I'm going to remember him this way. This is the way I'm going to remember Alex Trebek. Keep watching Jeopardy 24 hours a day and call this number. You dumb son of a bitch. You don't watch it 24 hours a day. There's a daily cash prize of $1,000 and fuck. No shit. <laughs> call now and play phone Jeopardy. She drank the poison that Captain Hook intended for Peter Pan. Tinkerbell! <laughs> Fuck him. <laughs> uh, I just got the information. Pat Marita yes. was nominated in 1984. 84, it says. Yeah. Well, well it we says have 85, 85 for Best here. Supporting Actor in The Karate Kid. Yeah. Well, they get their, their information late in Yes, it was yes. a year late. I, I have an old computer here. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. Uh, and Ricky's father comes in really good when we just. Uh, yeah. Oh, uh, all right. So let's take a break right now. We'll talk to him anyway. Martin Cove would know best. 
because he was in the fucking movie with him. When we come back, it's a countdown to the Cobra Kai. Pat who? Pat Morita. He knows him. Uh, it's the countdown to the Cobra Kai. It's the Ham Radio Show. It is, of course, the uncrowned kings of reality radio. We'll be right back after these. She drank the poison that Captain Hook intended for Peter Pan. Tinkerbell! Fuck him. The Unfiltered Radio Network, hamradioshow.com. ED Publications has proudly been serving the adult nightclub industry for over 20 years with news and resources for the strip clubs and exotic dancers. Visit edpublications.com to find out more about their yearly ED Expo convention and awards, magazine subscription, and advertising offers. Tootsie's Cabaret, located at 150 Northwest 183rd Street in Miami Gardens, Florida, is a 74,000-square-foot mega club with a 20,000-square-foot sports bar showing all major sporting and pay-per-view events. Tootsie's was voted the number one adult nightclub in 2012 and features full liquor bars and a full restaurant. Open seven days a week, 365 days a year. Missed an episode on the Ham Radio Show? Not to worry. You can download the latest episode, as well as past shows, on hamradioshow.com. Go to hamradioshow.com and click on the downloads link. Come live the vivid experience in one of the hottest clubs in America and enjoy the best in adult entertainment. Party with the sexiest dancers and surround yourself with the most beautiful girls. Relax in an upscale atmosphere and enjoy the variety of first-class amenities our various clubs have to offer. Enjoy exclusive events and special promotions, live radio broadcasts and celebrity guest appearances, the hottest clubs from the name you know. Vivid Clubs comes in the night of your life. Religion Tequila, the world's finest premium 100% organic tequila. Using only the purest organic ingredients and time-tested distillation process to create a true reflection of our commitment and collaboration with nature. Journey to purity and perfection with Religion Tequila. Our vision, our devotion, our religion. 100% organic handcrafted tequila by Religion Tequila. Visit them on the web at religiontequila.com. That's religiontequila.com. Follow us, but not too close, on Twitter, twitter.com forward slash ham radio show. On Demand Salon, ondemandsalon.com. Professional door-to-door hair and makeup services. Let the salon come to you. Whether you're getting a blowout, blow over two, blow over three. Hell, bring in a blowout of four. It doesn't matter. Cut in style for special events, weddings, or whatever you need. On ondemandsalon.com. That's ondemandsalon.com. Prices and booking, 866-250-4145. That's 866-250-4145. On Demand Salon. On Demand We never go half-ass. We are 100% whole-ass. It's the Ham Radio Show. 718-577-1389. Rick, check your uh, phone. I'm being told. Come to you with a line that wasn't true. 
718-577-1389. It is, of course, the Ham Radio Show. We're waiting on uh, the one and the only Martin Cove from Cobra Kai. That's right. To be joining us. Uh, Cobra Kai's new season, season three, will be, of course, on the 8th of January, 2021. Right there on Netflix, and usually what they do on Netflix is you're going to be able to binge watch it. So you're going to be good to go right there. I know I binge watched season one and two, and I also binge watched it with the family. Did you? Yeah. Did you all have popcorn? We all had popcorn. We sat around. We watched it again. You didn't try uh, the popcorn trick, now, did you? No, I don't like doing it, but not with my family. All right, that's good. I to love know. the popcorn trick, but I don't want to do the popcorn trick with my family. Okay, okay. just checking. Uh, you know, Ricky, do you have an update yeah, or something? Yeah, she sent me a pic. Oh, oh. see, I will show you how thick this shit Let is. Hi-yo. <laughs> Which, uh, I, I don't, like, I don't know if she wants everyone to see it. Nor does she want. Nor does she want oh, it to be caught on camera. She's a very good-looking woman. I'll tell you that right now. Out of that, man, yeah. I'll tell you. Let's wow. go live to Ricky's father. There you go. Oh, yeah. Ricky's father saying, "Put that shit away." Because she worked with Carla Hall also. Hey, Chico. Oh, Carla Hall I from uh, the yeah. Chill. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Very nice. Yeah, very nice. Yeah. She got her. She got a thick resume. She's and, a know. very beautiful woman. Everything about is thick. A I'm, resume, everything. Very. But I'm thinking that she wants us to somewhat treat her as a professional businesswoman. Of course. Since she is the CEO of uh, Aura Janelle LLC. <laughs> I think that, you know, she's not just the CEO of ASS. But can As Ricky you, wants to keep saying, but can you ignore this? No, I could not ignore that. If that was if that was presented to me, and she said, "Hi, I'm Aura Janelle," they, and I'm showing him the fruit basket. Hey, hey, you don't want to say everything. Wow, uh, Ricky's got diarrhea of the mouth and cum in the pants. Uh, I'm saying you have to treat her as a businesswoman. She's a businesswoman. Correct. She's, that she is. Yeah, I mean, you don't want to treat her like just some side of beef. She's. She's a uh, running a great company, great product that we're going to try. We haven't tried the product yet. I actually But I honestly, it. but it, it looks so goddamn yeah, tempting. Uh, it does, doesn't it? That, that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't want to not try it. I mean, even the packaging I like, everything about it. You know, I really, yeah, we have to show that. I want to get into it. You know. All right, it's the top of the hour right now anyway. So Martin, uh, Martin Cove is supposed to be cold. Like, I, I keep looking over the clock and everything else and the right. phones and everything. Well, this is what I get for being prepared. If well, I yeah, Billy, Billy got a, around. Yeah, usually we're fucking late. So, yeah. like, today we're early and we're on time. What? Something what does this do? Something buzzed. All right, but that doesn't help us all. when you. you. Well, no, it's a fucking, because the WWE is coming on. I, I get little notifications for that. I'm sure that Martin Cove's people... Well, bust my buttons! Yeah, right. His people have our numbers, so we're fine. Yeah, hopefully, right. there it comes. There it is. See? Of course. Right on freaking time. Exactly. It's the Ham Radio Show. Who is this? Yeah, it's Martin Cove. Martin, hey. round of applause for the one and only hey. Martin Cove. Welcome to Ham Radio Hollywood show. legend and uh, star of Cobra Kai, as well as tons of other movies. Martin, how are you doing, sir? I'm good, Cowboys. How you doing over there? Damn right. We're doing good. I'm doing fine. Fan-freaking-tastic. I got Martin Cove on the phone. I don't think you know who you are. Do you know who you are? It's a pretty It's a pretty big deal. Have you seen the movies that you're in, sir? Yeah. 
I, that's very funny. Have they seen the movies that I mentioned? <laughs> yeah, you know, some, sometimes you love them, and sometimes you, you know, you say to yourself, "Oh, I did that one for a paycheck." <laughs> you know, but, uh, you know, but uh, most of the ones lately, I'm excited about. You know, I, I would be really excited if I could find a great western. That's what I'd be the most excited about now. People ask me, "What do you want to do next?" and blah blah blah. And I love the guys who wrote Cobra Kai to write me a western. For my that would son be cool. That's that's what I'd love. That would be a freaking great because that would probably bring back the genre. Because yeah. to me, the genre—it's not that it's dead. It's just that it's kind of quiet. It's been quiet for a while. I mean, the last time I saw you dressed up in a pair of spurs and everything, you were in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and you were the sheriff for that little vignette. And that scene was that scene was chopped up big time. In fact, I'll tell you a funny story about that one. I went to the premiere with Quentin and everybody, and I saw Brad, you know, Brad and 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 uh, Caprio outside. We had a great time. Yeah, we go in, we go into the theater, and I was given the girl directed me to the wrong row, <laughs> so I I end up looking down, looking for the the um, we were sitting in the wrong seats, and then we realized that, so we had to move back four four rows, and I spent. The entire time when I'm on screen looking down at the row to make sure I was in the right seat. <laughs> so I watched the whole movie, the whole movie, beginning to end, and I said, oh, shit, I guess I got cut out, you know? <laughs> and then I, all of a sudden I bump, bump into um, uh, Roth. Um, he's got his first name. He's a filmmaker, did a couple of horror movies. Nice guy. Okay. And he says to me, you were great you you were great in the movie. And I said, really? He said, yeah, you opened up the movie. You were great. And I, I literally missed my scene oh. in the whole movie. and suffered that I was cut out of Quentin's movie, you know? Because uh, you, you were literally trying to be the nice guy and make sure you were in the right seats. And you missed your own yeah. giant body yeah. of work on the screen. That's yeah. hysterical. Yeah. Uh, well, it was, it, it was okay. I think I... I'll see it in the director's cut. Oh, I'm the sure. Lo- the the real long, the long version of, of DiCaprio and I together. Yeah, you know, Eli. It was Eli Roth. That's who. It was. Oh, Eli Roth. Eli I think said Roth. Roth. Yeah, Eli Roth. Yeah. I mean, he made Hostel and uh, a ton of other horror yeah. movies. Um. Yeah, all right. Exactly. So, speaking of, this is not even on my list. It's just something I caught the other day. What was the western you were in? Where you? Because you just brought up westerns, and now it's stuck in my head. What was the Western you were in where you played the really despicable son of a bitch that was, like, banging his daughter and everything, and you get shot at the, at the dining room table because you got some guy hostage? Right, Michael Perret shot me. Yeah. Yeah, but I always, think of my, I always think of my villains like John Kreese. Villains are misunderstood. They're not really villains. They're just misunderstood. <laughs> it was a movie called Traded, and uh, Traded... Yeah, it was a guy who talked like this, and he had a terrible 16-year-old girl who was very sweet. But he was a monster. There's no question about it. Yeah. But uh, I, I really I really liked the scenes. There was a couple of scenes. I liked the director, Tim Woodward. So we did it. But I'll do any Western, you know, that, that's reasonable. Well, that's the thing. You love, you love it, you're a cowboy at heart. You love Westerns. That's what you love. You were in Wyatt Earp, for Christ's sake. Yeah, that was a great. I cried. I cried when I left that set. Oh, that I didn't want to go. I, I, I just wanted to stay there. Kasdan and Costner and just, you had the great, 
When you go to the dailies, Larry Kasdan used to invite people to the dailies. He invited Brian Dennehy, who lived in New Mexico, where we shot the movie. And he wasn't even in the movie. But he wanted Brian to come. And he had popcorn and candy. And he loved showing showing his day's work to anybody. Well, good. It was a pretty good it was a pretty good work though. I mean, Cove, you were definitely in you 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 that movie to me is one like I mean, Ricky can attest to it because Ricky just Yeah, you know, it's a great movie. It's a great movie and you kinda make I mean I know I know that Kevin Costner and everything is a whatever, the big deal in that movie, but you kinda make that you're like the memorable character of that movie. Thank you. You know who told me that? Jackie Collins. Me and Jackie think alike. She she came to me. She called me one day after she saw the movie. Back in this is a while ago. And she says, You're the I loved you in this movie. She says, You are the comic relief, funniest character, getting a cue ball thrown in your throat. Yes. And then just making everybody crack up hysterical. And I never looked at it that way, you know, because there was a guy like in that town named Ed Ross. He was a historical character. Mm-hmm. And Kevin and, Ka- and Kasdan called me when I got the part. And he says, I want you to play this part. And I said, no, I want to do Virgil. It was a much bigger role. Yeah. And he says, no, Matson's doing that. you got to do this part. We need someone really threatening Kevin at this certain pivotal part of the movie exactly. that he really, feels, he really feels his value as a gunman after he sees what he does to you. He feels that magic. And... I, and he, he actually talked me into it because, you know, the director calls you direct. So you, you listen. And he says, I'm going to have that scene in the trailer. I said, Larry, I said, the trailer is a year and a half away. How are you going to know what's in the trailer? He says, trust me, I know. And sure enough, that scene was in the goddamn trailer. That's, yeah, but that's what I'm saying because you're, it's such a pivotal character in the movie. He already knew what he was going to do with you because he knew what performance you were going to give because you give very memorable performances. You are a very memorable character actor. So you're a regular actor in general, but the ca- you breathe life into characters, and that's why John Kreese is someone I think everybody holds in their heart as either, holy shit, I really you know hate John Kreese, or holy shit, I really like Cobra Kai, I love... The John Kreese character, I love what he stands for. For Christ's sake, people still scream out, no mercy. <laughs> like, that's a big friggin', I mean, that's a big deal. Yeah, I, I think I think that, um, are you still there? Yeah, I'm yes. still there, sir. You say, yeah, you just heard a pause. Yeah, I mean, you know, it, but I have a theory about that. You know, the, the movies where you we still say lines like, the force be with you, Frankly, Scarlet, I don't give a damn. Mm-hmm. You know, um, uh, from Casablanca, you know, yeah. you, you have um, played against Sam. Mm-hmm. All these movies were all fantastically well written, you know? And those are the movies that you remember lines from. Well written movies, like Raiders, you know? I mean, you're, you know, I'm making this up as I go along, <laughs> you know, when he says that. Yeah. You know, I just think that. Karate Kid has more, probably more lines than anybody else that I can think of, any other picture. But it's all, I think the star of these movies is the writer. I don't think that Miyagi and Daniel, I don't really, I think the star of all these classics that we call classic, the star of those these movies that allow me to go and play in, or whomever, is the writer. 
Oh, absolutely. That's what it is. They're the, they're yeah. the storyteller. You guys are the vehicle in which you that we get the story. I mean, without the actors delivering those amazingly written lines, yeah, it's, true. It's, a, it's like a two-party that's system. Right. If I don't have John Kreese being you, Martin, if you're not Martin Cove, and then you block it all away and you become John Kreese, and you deliver the lines in which were amazingly written by those writers... Yeah. It's a kind. Of, it's a kind of yin and yang. I can't have up without down. I can't have left without right. We it's need a you. Though. It's yeah, definitely yeah. a collaboration. Yeah. Absolutely. Because um, it's how the lines are delivered. Yeah. Yeah. But I think the inception. You know, I, I, it's like really hard to write. I've gone. I bought a computer in two thousand and one, and I just wanted to write a western. That's all I wanted to do. I didn't want to know anything else about the computer. Mm. Just wanted to sit there and write a and write a western. I never could do it. I'd stare at the white paper forever because you give me an idea and I can elaborate on it. You give me a script, I can rewrite it, edit it, do all kinds of stuff to make it good, but make it better. But you ask me to go from the get-go, and these cats write from the get-go. They sit in a room by themselves, you know, and just write yeah. and create. And to me, to me, that is, that's, that's the best artistic entity we could ever hope to be oh they definitely they're definitely a rare breed someone that can actually create a universe such as the cobra kai universe the karate kid universe let's just use that one for example they created from nothing and then created they had the the big bang theory they created and now there's going to be this asshole named john crease there's going to be this guy named uh i was gonna say ralph maggio there's gonna be this guy over here named daniel and he's daniel larusso is going to you know learn from this old little asian guy named mr miyagi and he's they create that world in which you inhabit i mean it is it is you can't i will not disagree with you it takes it takes an amazing person to be a writer because they are creators of the universe in which we kind of lose ourselves in these movies and we lose ourselves because of them and i totally am in agreement with that but correct me if i'm wrong martin you when you first did the first karate kid right you were sick you yeah. had a, you had 102 fever i did okay it was like singing in the rain with with gene you know gene kelly doing his singing in the rain oh, wow. that's what i was doing behind the curtain in the dojo i was drinking gallons of tea that 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 I watched that scene yesterday because it was that scene was on where did I watch it? I had it on oh, I think I, I had once while I was shooting Cobra Kai, I wanted to see my physical what I was physically standing like in a lot of scenes. Mm -hmm. So I just cut I cut a I cut a little a little bit and put it on my iPad of different scenes I was in of how I was standing because <clears throat> our writers are so astute. They like when I hold my lapel, and the only time I did it was the last episode in season two. He would not let me hold my lapel and stand in the dojo until that moment because that's how precise they are with their writing right. and their visions. Well, that's which is amazing. To me. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Amazing. That, that's it is amazing. That's why I think that Cobra Kai is such a success. The success that it is is because. Not only have they paid homage to the three movies and that whole universe in which they inhabited and created and everything else, but they're giving fans that little, you know, wink of the, you know, a little tilt of the hat and a little wink in the, you know, when they give you those little pieces of nostalgia 
that little things that everything goes through. Like I remember watching you in there, and then you did the the putting your hands in you you know like where your black belt is, and you put your hands through like you yeah, did in the yeah. first movie. And I was like, oh shit, that's from the fucking first movie. I know that because it was just a little wink and a nod to all the true fans that have literally breathed life into the new Cobra Kai. Like, because we sat, we sat back and said, this story's not done yet. And these characters that were well-written, like you just said, and have been part of our lives for I don't know how freaking long, literally, it, it, it is like, it's like they we never left them. We never left them. They never left us, and we never left them. And it is... That's why I think the the thing is going gangbusters. I think it's it's off the charts because of how nostalgic it is and how to detail they get you. Because like you're a detail oriented guy, Martin. I've seen you act in a bunch of stuff. You make sure that 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 character has a life. You breathe life into it. You give oh. you know like a, a history Thank behind you. it, and it it shows. Like that's what? why that's why you're great in damn sure. Well, I'm glad. I'm glad you're very astute about saying that because Thank you. I would say in the last in the last I'd say fifteen years is when maybe twenty years, I started writing just more backstory. I always had a backstory to the characters. Mm. But sometimes I never really went into it. But now I find myself, especially since since Karate Kid I'd say three, I found myself nineteen eighty nine really getting into the where this guy came from, what was his relationship with his parents, what was his relationship with his loved ones, you know, where did he go to Vietnam, why was he liked the way he was, was he bullied, anything. And you just create a list on a legal pad of all these characteristics that are totally, totally fantasized, you know, but the bottom line is they help you right before you go on the set, you reread it once, twice, and it just then you forget it, and you go and you play the lines written. And to me, that's very exciting to make that backstory. And you're very astute that you see that, because that's what I do from now forever. I know that uh, 25 years I've done that. I think the first 25 years, I wanted to be Steve McQueen. <laughs> I wanted to be... I want to be Steve McQueen cool, now! <laughs> you know, but I mean, I mean, I, I found myself, you know, when I was doing Cagney and Lacey, mm. I found myself sort of posturing and always trying to stand right, and how would Steve McQueen hold this cigar? How would Steve McQueen hold this pencil? You know, and I was wrapped up in that. And then after a while, it left me, and this other stuff began, you know? It, it's really interesting what influences you, you know? Well, it's, it's also, like, you were talking about the script in general, and I heard another story through the Great Bun, uh, that you were given this, the original script... And but the only thing is, you were told, "Oh yeah, you got a week. Learn your character because we're talking about this character. We're talking about John Kreese. Mm -hmm. And you learn this character. You know, again, you're going to go on the audition. You got like a week. Blah 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 blah. And then the next thing you know, correct me if I'm wrong, but the next thing that you know is that they went out of their way and called you at like nine o'clock the next morning, and was like, "Oh, can you be over here at noon?" To uh, and you didn't even have the script. You, you like you didn't have it memorized. You didn't do anything with it yet. I had nothing. I, I I had talked about it the night before. Tuesday morning, casting woman Carol Jones says, you got to be on the set 12 o'clock. John Appleton wants to see you. I said, but you told me I have to all, you told me I have to the end of the week. She says, nope, it's now and never. So I was so pissed off. 
<laughs> so my wife, my wife says to me, why don't you use all that venom that you feel right now to these people? Use it and do the lines, mercy is for the weak, here and on the streets. Someone confronts you, he is the enemy, an enemy deserves. And just all those lines that you see me marching up and down the dojo doing, that was the audition scene. And so that was the scene I was sick with. And bottom line was I just used it. I went into the meeting. I told John Appleson he was an asshole. I said, you're a real <laughs> asshole. We wait for years to meet, to meet directors of your caliber. And, 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 you know, and now all of a sudden you don't give me any time with the script. You're an asshole. And so are you, Carol Jones, who is the casting woman. And I went right into, I got all that cooking and I went right into mercy is for the week here and on the streets. You know, at the height of my anxiety. Right. And nice. They loved it. Loved it. Well, that's why you're an actor's Gary, actor. You, like, you know how no, to use I, it. I you captured it. it. You coalesced that anger and turned it into a fucking rage bomb. And then unleashed. But some guys, but some TV directors now, they couldn't handle that. Oh, no. Called him an asshole all of a sudden. You know, I, I did it to Jerry Weintraub, and he loved it. He stopped me halfway through. Sent me to Guy McElwain, head of the studio. I couldn't do it for Guy McElwain because he wasn't at the meeting. So I did it all in a bathroom, screaming and yelling. And then I came out and acted with Pat Morita, and it was videoed, and boom, the rest is history. Ooh. Okay, but see, that was a got, question. I, that was a question that someone freaking actually just to- was to- was asking us. They called in as the fake Pat Morita, and it was stupid, but they called oh, yeah. in, and the whole thing was, and we got into this whole dialogue about, I heard that it was your chemistry with Pat Morita that got you the part. Like, how you, like, the, 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 the two opposite ends of the spectrum, like how... Mr. Miyagi, as uh, Ralph Macchio calls him, was the uh, the real life Yoda, and you're like the dark side. You're the 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 opposite end of the spectrum, like I said. And that chemistry that they videotaped is why they were like, "That's our guy." Boom, right there because of that, because you captured that anger and used it in that scene. Am I correct on that? Yeah, yeah, it is. You know, I never was part of the conversation with um. Because I think that John Avelson, he liked me. Jerry liked me. They probably conversed. And the charisma was certainly there with Pat. Pat was very open. And I acted with him. And the camera was over his shoulder. And John Avelson gave the camera to his assistant and said, shoot Marty Cole with Pat. And, you know, and and everything worked. Because he really tried to help me. Because I couldn't do that exercise I told you about. Mm -hmm. I couldn't really berate anybody i had to really just get into that mercy is for the weak here i had to get into that venomous attitude you know and yet i couldn't really scream and yell because we were on the set they were making the movie already yeah. you know? so i had to like somehow i had to be cool and just be a monster at the same time you know so um i think you're right i i hadn't heard that but certainly our charisma worked very well and you know he was he was a gem, and I wish he was around now. He'd be he'd be really interesting to see what how the writers would write for him on Cobra Kai. Right. Yeah, well, that's the thing. Like one of the things I found funny, I was I was doing uh, and checking out everything was, and and like this was kind of astonished me on, on Karate Kid Three. If everyone remembers on uh, Karate Kid Three, you were stuck in some kind of TV. Uh, contract, right? With some show called Hard Time on Planet Earth or something, and you couldn't That's get. It. Yeah, I couldn't get. 
couldn't get they out wrote of it, the right? Whole thing yeah, it was supposed yeah, to be your vehicle. They, they it was supposed to be like the John Kreese kind of revenge story. And because you couldn't get out of it, we got the other character, Terry Silver, which now kind of, uh, hopefully, I'm, I don't want you giving out any spoilers away, uh, Mr. Cove. But, uh, you know, we're, we're thinking that we might see Terry Silver now in Cobra Kai Season 3, which, by the way, January 8th, uh, t- 2021 on Netflix, mm-hmm. that Terry Silver now, that character, might show up on Cobra Kai. So it's like a weird turn of events. If you don't get stuck in that TV deal... They wrote the story for you, and then boom, 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 bang, bang, boom. We got a new character out of the deal, and that. But you still, you you still shot. Is that why you went to Tahiti in the storyline because you couldn't get out of the deal? Exactly. That's exactly right. right. There was no, there was no Terry Silver in the in the script. In fact, I still have the script. In the original script, I performed the sting on both the kids, on Mike Barnes and on on Ralph Macchio, and it was all me. It was my vehicle. There was, I remember the whole thing and talking to Robert Shaman and him telling, you know, how much money you should be able to get for this. It's all about you. Karate Kid 3 is you. And then the hard time on Planet Earth, I got on the phone with Jeff Katzenberg, and I called him right from the office where Jerry was and John was because they didn't believe me that I didn't know. My agent swore he'd get me out of the series when the movie was ready to go. And the movie got pushed because of a writer's strike. So it didn't go when it was supposed to go. And it fell right into Hard Time on Planet Earth. Wow. Which was a, a good good conceptual piece written by the people that wrote The Predator. But the show was not produced well enough. You know, it wasn't didn't have the hard edge to it. And it failed. And Karate Kid 3 didn't fail, but it didn't make as much money as it should have. Well, because yeah. a lot of people... You can't... Yeah. Yeah. Well, you can't disenfranchise the villain. You right. can't, no. you know, you can't change Darth Vader. You know, yeah. And and you definitely you are the Darth Vader. That's what I'm saying. Like, because I know that you seriously don't look at Kreese as a villain, and I I, I don't understand that because to me you are up there with like the Darth Vader. You're you're one of those '80s. Like villains, you're the guy. You're one of those TV, mo- uh, not TV. Well, now you're on TV. Movie villains that from the '80s knows. that everybody. If we close our eyes and we think the movie, we see you. I think before we see Danielson, before we see Pat Morita. That's why number one. Thank you for doing the show, by the way, because it's a huge treat to have Martin Cove on the phone. Uh, it's amazing to have you and be able to talk to you about the show and everything, and talk to you about everything going on. Um, but it's also, I don't think that you get how big of a deal you are. I mean, that you're up there with Darth Vader. You're up there with all the other evil 80s villains. You're up there with Cobra from G.I. Joe, for Christ's sake. You're up there, man. It's a big deal that you, that you, that you came back for Cobra Kai. It's a big deal because you scared a shitload of 80s kids. (laughs) Well, it's interesting. I, I, you know, on the show... On the Cobra Kai, you know, the integrity of and, and a lot of your instincts are correct, and you'll you'll really enjoy season three. By the way, oh, just to can't wait. remind you, your instinct your instincts are very good, and the show is full of surprises, and you'll you'll just love it. I mean, you really love it, and your instincts are correct, and you know, there's a lot of great pieces in there because my, our writers are so rich. 
And they go back into the archives to give you an idea of how rich and imaginative they are. Do tell, They go back to the archives of Columbia, which is in Nevada. Mm -hmm. And they go into Mm -hmm. the archives there, and they find similar takes of what you remember in the movie as a close-up. And they go and they find similar takes that were outtakes of the movie. And they use them in the series. Nice. So, like, you think you're watching a flashback, but you're really watching an alternative scenario to nice. the flashback. That's very interesting. It's a brand new and scene to everybody else, yeah. Yeah, but brand, it, yeah exactly. But yeah, it kind of triggers your brain a little bit, too. Yeah, oh, yeah, it's just, you know, it's, it's just, it's terrific. And, you know, I mean, when I did my research on Army Rangers and had mercenaries come over my house and sit around and smoke cigars, and we talk about things, I would then go to meet with these guys to talk about Vietnam, to talk about where I'd been for 30 years. They had everything in my head. They had mapped out already, literally mapped it out already. And when you see season three, you'll get a sense of it all. It's just, you know, it's, it's just uncanny. And they're already conceiving season five and season six. Yeah. I mean, it's crazy. It's it's a crazy it's a crazy franchise that they have literally built this out of what used to be, and they created a, an extension of the universe. Ooh. It's like we got past the one level of the universe. Now we're going into this whole new genre of the Karate Kid, a.k.a. now Cobra Kai. It's a pretty goddamn big deal. Um, my, whole, my One thing, though, I have to ask you, because I've heard this story, too, and I want you to either tell me I'm totally wrong or I want you to tell me I'm totally right. You were in the movie Rambo First Blood Part 2, am I correct? Yeah. Okay, yes. now, this is the story I need. I, did you or did you not watch this movie with your wife in a screening room and she fell asleep during your movie? Well, you got all the stories right. You're pretty good there, man. I tried, man. Really I tried. I, I heard that story. I was laughing my ass off, Martin. <laughs> But you got you got all these good stories. They're really true. Everything you come up with. We were in Tom Laughlin's house. Tom Laughlin's is years ago. Yeah, huge. Play tennis. Yeah, he used to play play tennis there and sat around, learned about four walling and how to distribute movies and all. And he he was a terrific guy. And we all used to go over there. He you know he'd pick those who get on the court and those who would sit around. But then that night, we'd always go to have a movie screening in this very sort of log cabinish screening room. And we'd all go there. And one day he got Rambo. And my wife, Vivian, at the time, mm-hmm. she's still my very good friend, but at the time, she fell asleep <laughs> watching Rambo. <laughs> and there was a, a dozen other actors. And, you know... And this is not the kind of movie you fall asleep in. No. I don't know. Anybody fall asleep in Rambo? And to this day, I talk, I, I, I berate her about it and make her laugh and all. Because, in fact, she's living, she's in my house right now, in fact. But the thing is, is that, you know, um, it, it's, it's just funny. And some people It's a fall great story. Dude, it's a great my, story. My latest, my, my latest lady. Yeah. My latest lady who I've been with for three and a half years, Mary. She fell asleep in our first date in her screening room in her house <laughs> watching my favorite movie of all time, 
Casablanca. Oh, oh how do you <laughs> fall asleep in Casablanca? That's right. How do you fall asleep in Casablanca? You know, it longs and you up for the best part. Fell asleep. <laughs> you know, I mean, what do you do? What do you say? I did mean, you make her, Did you make her sleep on the porch? <laughs> oh God, it was. <laughs> I think it was. It was our first or second date. I think it was. It was might have been the first date. And I brought the disc. Uh, you know, seventy five years. Of, yeah, it's a cla- It was just, it just celebrated an anniversary the other day. Also, Claude Rain's birthday was the other day. Oh yeah, yeah. yesterday I think so. Yeah, that's wow. yeah, I think so. Yeah, she slept through it, so she didn't see yeah. it either. So it doesn't matter. Um, that's funny. <laughs> <laughs> she, she slept through it. Was on TCM. She didn't give a shit. She slept. Um, all right. So <laughs> I, I, I got funny. two more. Two more questions. One. What kind of cigars do you smoke? Because you're always smoking, and I'm a cigar smoker, so I want to I want to smoke what John Kreese is smoking. So what do you smoke? I smoke. Well, I smoke. You know, I smoke Cuban cigars. I was in Havana in January, and you know, we got we brought back some. And I like, you know, I really like Particus number red label number two, uh, or number four actually. And there's a wonderful Romeo and Julieta cigar called the Wide Churchill. Ooh. And that's really a lovely cigar. It's hard to find. And, of course, the standard cigars of a Bolivar or a or a Monte Cristo too. you nice. know, I enjoy those a lot. The Dominican cigars, I love a short story, a Toro Fuente short story. I like that. You know, those are, he makes those. And in fact, I'm in, right now I'm in Tampa where in, in, I'm actually in Tibor City. Oh, Tibor right. City is where all the where all the um it's where the cool people hang factories out. were. Yeah, it's a cool place where yeah. all the factories cigar factories were before Castro, you know, nationalized Cuba. This is where all the tobacco used to come and they used to make all this, you know? Mm. And make all these great I'm gonna go out tomorrow and walk around here and just go to these places where guys roll and just watch them and buy some Dominicans cigars. Because some Dominicans are good, but I don't like a lot of them. Yeah, it depends. Like, it depends on what you're getting. You get a robusto, or you get the you know. It, sometimes the leaves are too they're too dark, and they're too. It depends on what you're getting there. Yeah, if you get if you you know robusto is what I like to smoke best. Yeah, and and if you get if you get something from Nicaragua that's so dark, it's bitter. And if you get something that's too light with a Connecticut wrapper, those light wrappers, it's too light. You know, so you got to, you know, on Dominicans, you really got to search to find the right thing. I there's, there's a couple of the good ones from Honduras that I like or Nicaragua. They both they both make good cigars that are almost as good as Cubans, I think. God, all I want to do now is smoke with Martin Cove. I want to go find a lounge. Go hang out. And I want to hang out and just light up some stogies and me and him just talk about all the cool ass movies he's been in and, and just everything. What, what, what's your favorite? What's your favorite Western? My favorite Western. Wow. I mean, I got to go uh, hang them. Um, Tombstone. Uh, well, Tombstone's a new, yeah, I guess, it, but like a uh, fistful of dollars. Uh, one of my favorites. I, I mean, I like the old uh, spaghetti Westerns. Those uh, are my kind of. Yeah. Open range. Well, Open range. My, I have my three. My first is the Wild Bucks. Oh, and yeah. then the second is the Good, the Bad, and the Ugly. Nice. Yeah. And, um, and the third would be Red River with John Wayne. You know, I love, I just love those. See, pictures. I, and then, this oh, is Tombstones, 
Tombstone's right up there, and so is Butch Cassidy. But this is so, what you I'm know, saying. Like, you should get together with, like, Clint Eastwood and write together a Western. Before Clint dies, for Christ's sake, can we get this done? You and him get together collaboration. He makes great Western. And you make it. You Let make, me tell you. He's he, the master. Yeah. I did a movie recently called VFW. Right. Yeah, um, we were talking about it. Yeah. Stephen Lang and Bill Salmon. And I almost didn't do it because it was just so violent. Hmm. And bloody, but it turned out to be great because we had a great time with Fred Williamson. And, you know, we done, all of us did like 500 movies collectively. The director was on his third movie. Hmm. And uh, we just had, we just had a lot of fun. So, you know, we, we, it, it was really, you know, fascinating to relive, watch Tombstone. It's such a classic movie. Yeah. And, you know, we just, I spoke about Karate Kid and he spoke about, you know, Tombstone forever. And then, I didn't care about Avatar. I just wanted to know about Tombstone. <laughs> and, you know, th that movie is, considering if you think about a director, and it was the same guy, George Cosmatos, who directed me in Rambo. You think of him taking over a movie and it becoming a classic, and he took over the movie this third week into the picture. Mm -hmm. But, you know, Powers Booth and I, we discuss it a great deal, and I say, how did that happen that it turned out to be so good? Because... Between you and I, George was an average director. He wasn't a great director. And the movie turned out great. And he would tell me that everybody knew their character so well. And Kurt, Kurt Russell, was so much into precisely directing this movie mm -hmm. the way Kevin Jar would have. But Kevin Jar paid too much, I think, paid too much, sort of, uh, he, he spent a lot of time with detail. Yeah. Too much time with detail. Yeah, I was going to say, it was a little over-detailed, yeah. Uh, and the final... Yeah, and he was a... Go ahead. Finish your statement. Yeah, and he, you know, he was a great writer. He wrote Glory, and he did some wonderful Classic things. Classic movies, yeah. You know, yeah, you you work for Andy Vajna and, and Mario Kassar. I worked for them on Rambo, and they produced Tombstone. You can't you can't slow up. <laughs> you gotta you got to move right through the movie, or else, you know, or else you will get replaced, you know, it's one of those things. Sure. But Kevin was a great writer. All right. Final question. Tell me the whole plot of Cobra Kai season three and go. <laughs> uh, I tell you, I, I, I said it earlier. Your instincts are very good. Oh, okay. And your information, your information is good. And you will be pleasantly surprised when you watch it. And, I I really think that um, I'm I'm so happy you like it so much. Oh, but it, it's the kind of you know we're we're like sworn. I've seen it. I've seen it, and you know we're sworn to secrecy. Correct. Only because there's so much good stuff that you guys are going to love, and if I told you one little thing or two little things, it would spoil a bunch. Yeah. And um, each episode, I tell you one thing. It's very violent. Yeah! <laughs> violence! Uh-oh. Yeah. It's very violent. It's more violent than one and two combined. Sweet. You know? But it's, it's great. There's great, great scenes in there. The kids do a great job. And uh, Billy and I and Ralph, there's some great surprises in there that you'll die. You wait till January 8th, and then you'll, you'll binge it five times in a row. Well, Probably. I can't wait. So I want to extend and invite you back after the premiere in January if you want to do the show again. If you had fun today, Martin, and you want to do the show again, 
Please come back when Cobra Kai Season 3 airs on Netflix. Please come back. We'll talk about cowboys. Maybe we'll shoot some guns off. Whatever. We'll make it fun for you, but I want to invite you back because you were so great and you were so gracious, and thank you very much for being on the show, brother. Yeah. Round of applause, Mark. Where, where, where are you guys based? Where we, are you all based? In our New stu- York? We're in New York. Our studios are in Staten Island. All right, great, good. Yeah, because I'll be in Atlanta at that time. So, you know, towards the end of January, you know, call the Rick, who arranged this whole thing, and yeah. we'll... We'll talk some more. There you go. Sounds good. good. I think Martin Cove likes us. Yeah, all right. <laughs> Round of applause, yeah. everybody. We did well. Yeah. Martin Cove likes us. Thanks for being on the show, Martin. You did well. I, I, I love talking to a bunch of lunatics. It's great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel the same. Uh, thanks for being on the show, and I cannot wait till season three. And thank you, sir, for everything you've done in the movies, sir. It's my pleasure. You're very astute. Thank you. Thank you. There you go. Oh, Martin right. Cove said I was astute, Billy. Uh-huh. Yep. No, he said you were stupid. Oh. <laughs> well, that explains a lot. I didn't say that, but, you know. Yeah, well, if mean, you want to go with it, go with it. Well, you can, yeah. I'm just saying, you guys can just, you know. He was teeter-tottering on it. Well, he was, I mean, he fucking, he I said he'd come back, Ricky. Yeah. He ruined my whole image of him because he sounds like a nice guy. He is a nice guy, I, but I, he's I, still he's an a, asshole. He's a, he's a bad man. Yeah, Crease is an asshole. He's, he's a nice a great guy. great actor. Joe, separate the actor from the fucking I character, do, please. Correct. 718-577-1389 is the Hammer Radio Show. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, yes. we'll be right back. Okay. After these... Run that by me again. I don't understand that. I didn't pause. All right, let's start cutting. So keep watching Jeopardy 24 hours a day and call this number. There's a daily cash prize of $1,000 and fuck it, dumb son of a bitch. You don't watch it 24 hours a day. The Unfiltered Radio Network, hamradioshow.com. ED Publications has proudly been serving the adult nightclub industry for over 20 years with news and resources for the strip clubs and exotic dancers. Visit edpublications.com to find out more about their yearly ED Expo convention and awards, magazine subscription, and advertising offers. Tootsie's Cabaret, located at 150 Northwest 183rd Street in Miami Gardens, Florida, is a 74,000-square-foot mega club with a 20,000-square-foot sports bar showing all major sporting and pay-per-view events. Tootsie's was voted the number one adult nightclub in 2012 and features full liquor bars and a full restaurant. Open seven days a week, 365 days a year. Missed an episode of the Ham Radio Show? Not to worry. You can download the latest episode, as well as past shows, on hamradioshow.com. Go to hamradioshow.com and click on the downloads link. Live the vivid experience in one of the hottest clubs in America and enjoy the best in adult entertainment. Party with the sexiest dancers and surround yourself with the most beautiful girls. Relax in an upscale atmosphere and enjoy the variety of first-class amenities our various clubs have to offer. Enjoy exclusive events and special promotions, live radio broadcasts and celebrity guest appearances, the hottest clubs from the name you know. Vivid Clubs comes in the night of your life. Religion Tequila, the world's finest premium 100% organic tequila. Using only the purest organic ingredients and time-tested distillation process to create a true reflection of our commitment and collaboration with nature. Journey to purity and perfection with Religion Tequila. Our vision, our devotion, our religion. 100% organic handcrafted tequila by Religion Tequila. 
Visit them on the web at religiontequila.com. That's religiontequila.com. This is Ham Radio. Yo! Check us out! Follow us. Follow us, but not too close. On Twitter. Twitter.com forward slash Ham Radio Show. On Demand Salon. OnDemandSalon.com. Professional door-to-door hair and makeup services. Let the salon come to you. Whether you're getting a blowout, blowover two, blowover three. Hell, bring in a blowout of four. It doesn't matter. Cut in style for special events, weddings, or whatever you need. On OnDemandSalon.com. That's OnDemandSalon.com. Prices and booking, 866-250-4145. That's 866-250-4145. On Demand Salon. On DemandSalon.com. This is Rick Love. And if you want some real loving, call into the Ham Radio Show Hotline. 718-577-1389. Live from the WTF Newsroom, it's What the Fuck Action News. Do it live! I can, I'll write it and we'll do it live! Fucking thing sucks! Why? Because we can. No! Welcome to the WTF News. We're trying to do this really fast because we also have another guest. Yeah. I don't want to give away the trade secrets of radio, but we're not good with a fucking clock. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> No, we yeah. are. All right, first story on the docket, by the way, just had to bring this up. First story on the docket, uh, Jason Momoa is in the news. Did Momoa? you guys read this story? Jason Momoa? No. No. no I uh, Jason Momoa is in the news because he says and claims that he was completely in debt uh, after Game of Thrones, after Game of Boobs, as oh, we like to call it. Really? Uh, he was uh, right at the 41-year-old star, which, by the way, makes me sad. Right. Because he's only one year older than me, and he's so fucking good-looking and in shape. I look like this, and Jason Momoa is only one year older than me. Okay. Who did he play in Game of Thrones? Game of, he was the savage that was banging Khaleesi in the ass all the time. I don't know the character's name. You know, you know the guy with the oh, tattoos. Oh, yeah, yeah. Always had his shirt off. He's in a loincloth and oh, all that shit. Yeah. He's broke? Well, no. He was broke in the beginning because they killed him off, remember, from the show. Yeah, but then he did Aquaman or something Yeah, but like he did that, Aquaman or? later. Right. He did right. Aquaman oh. in 2000. He did Justice League in 2016. Mm-hmm. He did the Aquaman movie in 2018. Now he's booked. Oh, right. Like, he's doing fine. But leading oh, okay. up to but that. But thinking about a guy that was on a, he was on a very big show. Yeah. Think about it. Uh, Game of Thrones is fucking huge. Oh, yeah. He was yeah. on Game of Thrones. He legitimately, after he gets killed off Game of Thrones, wasn't fucking working. Yeah. Really? So, yeah, nobody was hiring him because it was hard. He was kind of typecast as, yeah, he was the good-looking dude that was banging Khaleesi in the hiney hole. Yeah. But then he that wasn't was making... That was his pay. That was his... Well, that, trust <laughs> me. She actually says she was the one... Uh, Khaleesi was the, the one that said... Way, right? No, she was oh. the one that said like she didn't like getting nude right. on the show, and he would actually protect her. Like, because he's so big, he would, like, 
kind of hunch. I mean, trust me, if I was, yeah, I would, I cool. would hunch over her too. <laughs> yeah, why he slipped yeah. it in her ass? Yeah. 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 Well, he would like get a little protection here. Yeah. yeah. Let me, <laughs> let me just protect you. Oh, yeah. Ooh, my cock fellow. Oh, my cock is gonna just wrap around you if that is okay. Make sure nobody oh. else can get in that booty hole. Damn right. So, <laughs> as such, yeah. that happens. But he, Ooh. he was so he was like the good guy in the show anyway. Right. But he dies. <laughs> Dead to the world. Mm-hmm. He's then poor. I just found it incredibly weird because he is such a big fucking star now. Yeah, and really? it shows you that was only... I don't even remember when the fuck that happened. It was 2000 what? Don't uh, know. 2000... I, wanna, I don't even know. When, does it have the thing on it? 2011. Maybe he did it for the government. Maybe he's going through a divorce or something. They do that a lot of times. Like, oh, no, he, yeah, no, he dude, he freely, no, he's still with Lisa Bonet. He has two oh, kids. Okay. It wasn't anything like that. He When he was killed off Game of Thrones in 2011, yeah. he was completely in debt with... Think about it. Lisa Bonet wasn't fucking working. Yeah. She was on the Cosby show she, and then she, the different world. And then she fucked up the different world thing and left. Yeah, she was what the fuck? She was an enemy too. of the state, I think, with Will Smith. And that yeah. was it. Yeah. Well, that was it. She did the other get another work, was right? Which one? Wild Orchid, yeah, is no, no, Wild uh, Orchid too. And that's what sort of that kind of blackballed her. Angel Heart, Angel Heart, Angel Heart, right? Angel Heart, De Niro. Yeah, it was De Niro. And Mickey Rourke. Yeah. Either way, she got blackballed, right? And she wasn't working, so she wasn't fucking of any help. That was a and hot, then, sexy. Oh, you know, uh, well, Lisa yeah. Bonet. She's not exactly not a looker. All right, so either way, I just found that fucking story. Uh, you know, I'm trying to go through these quick. You, you don't, wouldn't expect it. Right? You wouldn't expect it from that at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Descrotsiad of the day. This one's pretty fucking funny. Descrotsiad ah. of the day uh, is a Chicago woman no. uh, who has... I'm not even reading the joke that they have in the article. It's stupid. She got arrested yeah. all right, after sneaking onto a plane in an attempt to meet Jay-Z. Oh. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yasmina Payton. So why is that discussing? Yeah. Well, I'll tell you why. Because it's, she's that stupid. She's oh. a disgrace to the human race. Okay. Yasmina Payton was busted on the Winnie City's O'Hare Airport after she managed to bypass security and ticket agents mm-hmm. to get on a jet which was bound for Los Angeles when the 23-year-old was finally confronted by law enforcement. Okay. Okay. She admitted to not having a ticket. All right, she showed the officials how she made her way past the gate area. So, in other way. words, yeah, she got past the TSA agents, Joe. She got onto a fucking plane. Right there, this woman should only automatically work for fucking the, the, the federal government. Oh, yeah. She should be working, but she, she still... She taught him a lesson, for Christ's sake. Yeah, but, she, but here's the thing. Payton was released with $500 bail and yeah. barred from entering the airport. But her answer was, to why she's a disgrace, Joe, oh, okay. is her whole fucking plan was to meet Jay-Z. Okay. Think about think about the insanity of getting on a plane, hiding. He buys commercial airline. He's mm-hmm. a, he's a guy, you know. He took his own plane around. Well, that's what I'm saying. How the fuck? Where exactly was this plane going to unfurl? Where it was like, uh-huh. I'm going to get on this plane. How did I'm you know go, he was exactly. on that plane? How do you know she's on? How, how does any of that make sense to anyone else? Fans are crazy and you still wouldn't like, get to him. Yeah. And you still wouldn't get right. to him. And then you also endangered people's lives because well, now you're running past security. You've somehow gotten onto a plane. Yeah, she right. could have been a bomber. Exactly. You could have misled fucking everybody at the airport and blown everybody the fuck up. Could have been. But, <laughs> well, you know, you got to blame the airport people, too. You know, right, man? Right. They're supposed to have security there, and, and here comes some little girl who probably ain't no terrorist got through. Well, how do, how right. do you know? That's the thing. Like she, The thing she just told them. Even the terrorists are going to find a bomb in her underwear or something. Well, how about the fact that she somehow, like, that's her story. 
right. reason why I even called her the Scrazzi out of the day, because think about it also on the other side. Maybe Someone believed one. her story, Joe. Yeah. She only got she only got charged five hundred dollars bail. Yeah. Think yeah. about it. You snuck past you broke past federal shit yeah, yeah. and got onto a plane Correct. and you were literally oh, here's a little slap on the wrist. Well, that's the way everything seems to yeah. be going now. But I think there are more discussions. Yeah, the people. Oh, there was a lot of discussions. Yeah, but that yeah. was the one I picked, Joe. If well, you like want, you if said you, they if, believed it. If oh, you, it's only only trying a little to little more discussion Jay-Z. about your discussions. Yeah, well, if you want, if the you, honor is the honor. If you want to get a fucking little discussion, yeah, you want to make an, a, an appointment to these uh, discussions department, Joe. That's right. Send me a discussion so I can read the discussions of the will. day. I will. All right, please. Thank you for coming kindly. This is I recommend the Blasio. It's not that complicated. Uh, also, one of the things I have to say, it's Veterans Day. Ooh, not only just our a uh, our anniversary, right. our 13th anniversary, which we just figured out at the beginning of the show. Mm-hmm. We'll go with that, yeah. Uh, it's Veterans Day. I uh, totally stole this from Mike Calta and the Mike Calta show this morning because I didn't know this guy was existing. Okay. Uh, if you go to MikeBusey's.com, so MikeBusey.com, there's this guy in Florida, this totally tattooed up. Dude, okay. uh, named Mike Busey, who has the uh, the sausage castle or something it's called <laughs> in uh, in uh, Florida. You gotta All check right. this out. The reason why I had to bring up this story, I honestly think this is the most ingenious fucking thing in the world. Oh, They're do? having the ninth annual yeah. today, Wednesday, November eleventh, the ninth annual at this place. You go to this place, the ninth annual Veterans Day party, where they're giving away free blowjobs. Right. Free blowjobs. I, I sure you're not, but you got to be obviously part of the armed forces, Rick. You're not just going to show up and go. I was a general. Drop your pants. Come in there dressed like one. Uh, yeah. This this chick Jenny G. You and me have to come into the Vietnam era. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying. Fuck hey. it. You know, there's too many World War II guys left. This uh, chick, Jenny Jizz, is going to be giving out the blowjobs. Uh, www.jennyjizz.com for more information on her. She's thanking the vets for their service, and she thinks that's nice, but she's, but getting their dick sucked is even better. Oh, yeah. uh, It's the sausage, Mike Busey Sausage Castle. It's the wildest house in America. Oh, you get a free haircut and carnival rides? There's a whole oh. bunch of shit. There are 5 p.m. arrivals. Right. 5 p.m. to 8, you get free haircuts like Billy yeah. was reading. Carnival rides and free beer. 6 p.m., you get a free barbecue dinner. Wow. 7 p.m., military branch versus branch fights. I so they're going to have like they're going to have the army versus marines idea. whatever they're going to fight mm. 8 p.m. stripper showdown all right okay bring ones bring some singles right. so you can get that out right. 10 p.m. free blowjobs with Jenny Jizz only at 10 o'clock boy that's at 10 p.m. you have a whole day of festivities yeah, that way you Joe. go right to bed yeah you have a whole well, bunch of but, oh, two hours later you have well, <laughs> well, <laughs> Joe, he's got like 40 guys you got to blow more at 10 o'clock well, click 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 what well, is again. this no, I'm, I'm pretty sure that Jenny Jizz is way more talented than you, Joe, in your blowjob assessment. Joe, that would be why there's probably a, a two-hour time span. Well, yeah, because right here at, next thing. at 12 a.m., there's a debrief and departing right. from the uh-huh. said sausage castle, Joseph. <laughs> well, the key in the, the key word is free. Uh, exactly. Yeah, yeah, I, Paul, uh, in the Facebook live suite, wants to bring his DD214 for, for you know verification. Right. And he'll show up at the Sausage Castle and get his sausage sucked. Wow, yeah. And not like the way Joe undersells it and tries to act like he's cooler than, you know, too cool for school. Oh, when it, he thinks that the lady by the name of Jenny Jizz is just going to go... <laughs> So no, about she, 500 guys show up. Yeah. You got two hours to blow 500 guys. Well, she might, what are you she, do? she might work a lot of service. She might there. do some overtime, Joe. I'm telling and you. And she might suck off 
She's doing it for America, Joe. Yeah, no. She's Listen. doing it for the fucking troops, well, man. She, she's, a, she's a wonderful woman. She's a wonderful woman. Just stand there and fucking Very salute patriotic. her. Very patriotic. Oh, Very no, patriotic. Say, yeah. All right, so you, for more information, and I think you get to watch this stuff if you want to, go to MikeBusey.com. Ain't too many people going to be coming, though. Well, here, here's what we'll do, Joe. Here's yeah. what we'll do. I vow yes. to have this guy on the fucking show. Uh, we'll we'll it, have yeah. Mike Busey from MikeBusey.com. I don't know when. Okay. But we'll have him on the fucking show. I mean, we go from Martin Cove up here to Mike Busey. <laughs> I don't know where the fuck the, the, the slope is on this. Yeah. I don't know. It depends on which way you're looking. Exactly. Yeah. But, however, we will have this guy on the show, and Joe, he will probably give you the full details. Oh, yes. And he'll probably set you up for the 10th annual, which is next year. Right. Okay. Fucking Veterans Day free blowjob party <laughs> at the Sausage Castle. I want to go to the fucking what Sausage Boy Castle. Scouts? Get any, be a Boy Scout? Or... No, you don't yeah, get it. but it's dude yeah, on dude. Yeah, yeah, it's dude yeah. on dude in that. Yeah. yeah. And the Boy Scout, they tie your dick in a knot. Yeah. <laughs> it's not fucking good. <laughs> Coach Scott, okay. Coach Scott. Plus, it's usually unwanted. Okay. Uh, Paul says, by the way, she better, uh, she better spit and not swallow. Yeah, right. for sure. That's Paul's pro tip of the day. Oh, Buy yeah, because she... Right next yeah, she'd be full. She'd be full. She'd <laughs> have a full belly. Joe, re- bloated. You Joe. a whole bunch of guys saying, oh, I whack it off, get ready. <laughs> That's what you do. Joe, they're whack called... Whack it off. They're called, they're called fluffers, Joe. Oh, God. Don't make fucking Rick's father come see you again, <laughs> oh, wh- Whack it oh, off. And when you get to almost there, then you let it blow it. Yeah, of course. Wait a minute, Joe's getting on my nerves. I gotta, I gotta fucking get into it. Uh, I gotta get into a peaceful moment. Hold on, Billy. Ooh, very nice. Ain't that the theme of Taxi? No! <laughs> no, no, no. Oh, you guys suck. Try to block Joe out from this thing, and I can't. Uh, Joe, what, uh, Billy, what we got on the clock here? How much time do I have, sir? We're good. We're done. We're done? We're perfect? Yeah. I wanted to play one more thing, though. Can I play one more thing right before we go to break? Make it extremely quick if All right, you extremely quick. the timeline. Ladies and gentlemen, the still President of the United States of America, Donald J. Trump, performing ACDC Dirty Deeds. And then we'll go to commercials, the Hammer Radio Show. When we come back, the beautiful Aura Janelle, the CEO of Aura Janelle LLC, when we return right now, enjoy the rock. For those about the rock, I salute you. We'll be right back after these words. Rock it out with Donald J. Trump, Billy. Come on. Donald Trump rocks. If you having trouble with the high school head... He's giving you the blues. You want to graduate, but not in this bed. Here's what you gotta do. Pick up the phone. They're always home. Call them anytime. Just ring. Three, six, two, four, three, six. Oh, they lead the life of crime. Dirty deeds. Dirty Dirty deeds. The impeachment. The fake news. I mean, it's perspiring, the things that they would do. Kids have always looked up to athletes, not just from sports, always. From, from medieval days, the days of the, the great redemption when they brought back all the empty bottles. Little kids. 
used to watch the knights going off. Can you imagine a thrill to see a, a man on a horse with a spear and a long lance going off to, to slay a dragon or rescue a maiden or make somebody's clothes clean? The Unfiltered Radio Network, hamradioshow.com. EV Publications has proudly been serving the adult nightclub industry for over 20 years with news and resources for the strip clubs and exotic dancers. Visit edpublications.com to find out more about their yearly ED Expo convention and awards, magazine subscription, and advertising offers. Tootsie's Cabaret, located at 150 Northwest 183rd Street in Miami Gardens, Florida, is a 74,000-square-foot mega club with a 20,000-square-foot sports bar showing all major sporting and pay-per-view events. Tootsie's was voted the number one adult nightclub in 2012 and features full liquor bars and a full restaurant. Open seven days a week, 365 days a year. Missed an episode on the Ham Radio Show? Not to worry. You can download the latest episode, as well as past shows, on hamradioshow.com. Go to hamradioshow.com and click on the downloads link. Come live the vivid experience in one of the hottest clubs in America and enjoy the best in adult entertainment. Party with the sexiest dancers and surround yourself with the most beautiful girls. Relax in an upscale atmosphere and enjoy the variety of first-class amenities our various clubs have to offer. Enjoy exclusive events and special promotions, live radio broadcasts and celebrity guest appearances, the hottest clubs from the name you know. Vivid Clubs comes in the night of your life. Religion Tequila, the world's finest premium 100% organic tequila. Using only the purest organic ingredients and time-tested distillation process to create a true reflection of our commitment and collaboration with nature. Journey to purity and perfection with Religion Tequila. Our vision, our devotion, our religion. 100% organic handcrafted tequila by Religion Tequila. Visit them on the web at religiontequila.com. That's religiontequila.com. Follow us, but not too close, on Twitter, twitter.com forward slash ham radio show. Hello, this is Ed. You know, Ed McMahon, and I I just love Uncle Eddie on ham radio. This portion of the show brought to you by... DallasNovelty.com. That's right, DallasNovelty.com. It's very simple. It's an award-winning, AVN award-winning website. And remember, sex is for everybody. And that's all you have to do is go to DallasNovelty.com. It's that simple. Tell them that Uncle Eddie and the Ham Radio Show send you. And when they're done laughing, they'll probably help you out with all the stuff you need for your shopping woes. Dallas Novelty. Com, Dallas Novelty.com. It's the Hollywood Rock and Wrap Up with your host, Jason Hadley. Congratulations to Kylie Jenner, who reportedly surpassed 200 million Instagram followers. Kylie Jenner, in case you didn't know, is said to be the youngest self-made billionaire, having receipts for both parts and installation. Good news for embattled Here Comes Honey Boo Boo matriarch Mama June Shannon, who will be making 
reality TV, having recently overcome a crack cocaine addiction and had $50,000 in dental reconstructive surgery. Or to Mama June Shannon, 1,780 grams of crack worth at 2017 wholesale prices. Y'all act like crack is so bad. Famous cross-dressing musician, model, and reality TV host RuPaul became the latest celebrity to be made into a chia pet. Of course, of those familiar with the ceramic figurines, what famous drag queen wouldn't want you spreading your seed all over them? And that's the Hollywood Rockin' Wrap-Up. Follow us on Twitter, at Rockin' Wrap-Up. There's no money, there's no possessions, only obsession, I don't need that shit, take my money, take my obsession. It's the Ham Radio Show! Happy anniversary to us, 718-577-1389. Come with me then, baby, tell me what you heard. Yeah, let's get on. <laughs> Joe, you are so, you are so fucking white. Uh, so, I'm going to, Billy, if you be so kind, can you start pouring this? We got some champagne here. Some champagne. Uh, and we're going to have a, yeah, enough for everybody to have a good gulp. I want to give them some good stuff. Uh, no, not just to me. Give it to Ricky first. Uh, I'll be first. Me first. Joe, get the fuck over here then. Hold on. Don't worry. I'm a serve drink stove. Jesus Christ, people. Come on. And Billy's pouring half a glass. That's what you got to do. Thank that's you, a, brother. Thank you, brother. That's a good toast. Hey, I worked at a shot bar. Beer and shot bar. We yeah. didn't We, we didn't, Billy didn't have champagne. We didn't have drinks. <laughs> All right. So anyway, oh, I ran out. Oh, uh, so I'm gonna give Joe a little help with the uh, the booze. He has oh, a hole in his it cup. Ran out already. He yeah. ran out already. Hey, but... Joe, take the bottle. Yeah, here. <laughs> you, you you have an issue. Take the bottle. All right. I did that to the home. One of the homeless guys trying to wash my windshield on the way home from when the Rangers won the cup in '94. Yeah, just gave <laughs> him a bottle, that, passed yeah, it yeah. out the window. Like, dude, just yeah, drink yeah, this. Yeah, Don't yeah. touch my windows. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't touch me. All right, let's also get uh, on the phone. Uh, be, actually, you know what? We'll wait for... Uh, fuck. Let's get her on the phone now. Let's okay. get her on the phone, and then we'll do. I'll do the toast. Because this is all about booze anyway. We're doing... It's a whole booze thing we're doing. So I want to get Aura... Uh, Joe, you're not a mic, you drunk. Go away, you drunky McDrunkerson. Hello? Hi, I'm looking for Aura Janelle. Is she there, the CEO of Aura Janelle LLC? Speaking, how are you? How are you, beautiful? Hey. Round of applause for Originelle, please. Why am I the only one clapping when hey. I say round of applause? I mean, well, I was just people. sending her. How about you? How about you get off you. your phone? Yeah. And you and you and you do that, uh, Aura. Can you uh, do me a solid? We're gonna get to your product in one minute. I want all my guys to pick up their glasses. It is our anniversary show. Yeah. Uh, we're gonna do a little champagne toast. Okay. Uh, I, so just bear with me. Are we it, gonna sing the happy anniversary song? No. Do you want you? Uh, I don't know. We had one. No. We. I was gonna do the happy anniversary song from the Flintstones. Oh, yeah, exactly. But the, That's yeah, the but, one. But the quality of the audio was shit. Oh, yeah, okay. So if you want to do it live, Ricky, well, I don't know the words. I know I the words. Know I'll the sing. You want to sing? Happy anniversary. Happy anniversary. Happy anniversary. Happy anniversary. 
happy anniversary. You don't know the words? No, I don't know the words. No, there's more words. Shut up, Joe. All right, so let me do my little speech into this. Ladies and gentlemen, and gentlemen that are in the room directly, and people that are listening at home, um... This show could not exist without every single person in this room, people that used to be on this show, and now we figured it out 13 years ago. Yeah. Uh, we were celebrating. Billy still and me still think it's more. but It feels like more. It feels like more. But, ladies, guys, I, I swear to you, nothing but future success from everybody in this room. We will dominate in the years to come. We are, without question, as Martin Cove said, I am very astute. Right. And uh, you're astute, and everyone's astute, and this whole damn show is astute. I'm a stupid too. And Joe, stop drinking for four fucking seconds. <laughs> wow. And, and we we will dominate in the years to come. Guys, clink your glasses together. There you go. Clink, 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 Happy anniversary. Okay. Hey, in all honesty, guys. Happy anniversary. Put the bullshit aside. Uncle Eddie, it's all you, man. Believe me, there absolutely. Is no show without Uncle another Eddie. click for that. This All right, I'll take a another click, for, click that. for that. Yep. And I click, uh, uh, click, oh, click, Joe. We uh, got, click, we click. got Aura on the phone, so we'll click her too. Okay. Okay. Yep. yep. Congrats, congrats. Thank yeah. you, baby. Salud, salud. salud. She's in Italian now. Molto bene, bellissima, faccia bella. This is this is this is pretty good. This is some pretty good stuff. If you want more, we got some right here. Well, I want to save some for the uh, taste. Well, we 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 do some room. I gave Joe Joe. You can keep the other bottle. How about that? There you go. Put that in the (laughs) bar. Oh, that was good. All right. Speaking of putting stuff in the bar, I know this. On the phone, we have. Originelle from she's the CEO of Originelle LLC. Yeah. yeah. Now they're awake. They had booze. <laughs> <laughs> so we oh, we have a sample of your stuff here, and not the sample that Rick wants. We have a sample of your booze. I love the package, which is good you stuff. Know what? <laughs> yeah. And yeah, we we want to show off the package. Yes, too, please. So Bring the, you got on, You want to yeah. get it on camera here? Yeah. You Okay, you you be as, the hand as model. You notice the lovely package in here. Yes, as we see, she sealed it up see, tight it when she delivered it to us. The inside. But however, can I point out that we inside. were very fucking delicate when we opened it to make sure because it is beautiful on the inside. It was some great package, you know, right. packaging. It and was the actually box is still good. It was like thank a little, you. you're welcome. It was thank like a thank you. So it was like a little party in the box. It yeah. was yeah. it was great. It was confetti and some streamers. It was very nice, and it was an adventure opening it. Damn right! It took it, it took Rick a shitload of time to open it. It took two of us took two of us to open it. Follow the creases. I designed it myself. I painted it myself. There you go. Very it took two men and a butter knife, honey, to get that open. I just I want to know. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Nice. Yeah, you wrapped it. We didn't want you to hold it hostage. And one of them's a professional wrestler. <laughs> yeah, it took a professional wrestler and a guy with a knife yeah. <laughs> to get your stuff. A black guy with a knife. <laughs> I didn't. Want, I didn't want to be racist. Yeah. Uh, it's all right. okay. It's okay. She's black too. But so it's cool. beautiful. It's beautiful aura. It's very Thank beautiful. You. I love it. Yeah, I'm going to hold on to this box. I, I could probably use it for Christmas. I, <laughs> what, what's scary... I'm not mad. What, what's scary, though, Aurora, right now is that Rick is like... He's so happy that he finally got your box. You know what? I'm glad you... And, uh, hold on to that box. Rick. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Please. She said that's the only box you're going to get. <laughs> 
For the first time ever, he took things out of a box instead of putting them in. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Now let's discuss the things let's that came out of the box. Yes. All right. So <laughs> we have we have two things that I can see of to keep. Uh, am I saying it wrong? Say, say, say the 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 like the the, 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 the coquito. coquito. I want to make sure I'm saying it right. The coquito. Yeah. Okay. So, yes, you're so correct. Now Perfect. there's now there's two versions. There's a big bottle and a small bottle. Let's get Rick, Ricky right now. Is by the way on camera. He's our bartender uh, that we're using. Ricky. Ricky, since it's a lot like Casablanca. You're, okay. you're Sam. You're, you're not only <laughs> yeah, the piano yeah. player, but you're the bartender now. Hey, you could have well, been like fucking Isaac from the yeah, Love Boat. Well, I'm so glad you didn't say that. Yeah, right. <laughs> So, all right. So, what, this is the coquito. Now, is there anything special about the coquito that we need to know? Uh, the the little one is in uh, is it infused uh, coquito? All right, infused with uh, CBD. Correct. Okay, we're okay with CBD. We can do CBD on the show. But Ricky, of course, opened the big one, so we're gonna drink the well, big we're one drink first. The big one first. Yeah, shake, shake. I did. I did. Yes, I, we re- we read your card that was inside your very beautiful card, Joe. You got more booze coming out. I'm here, coming, baby. I know. So we you got the like, <laughs> we got the coquito. I'm going to drink it while okay. you guys are uh, giving out because we got a whole bunch more to get through okay. here, and I want to make sure we have time. Salud, down the hatch. Mm. Oh God damn! Is that damn. delicious? That is good. I want this for breakfast. Ooh, that is some good coconut. Mm. Thank you. Thank Damn, you. Aura. Shit. That's like that is like a milkshake. Dude. Damn, that you, was not even like you, you giving me another reason to love you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Damn. God Damn. All right, moving on to the next one. That so, was that's going to be hard to top. Are we going to try the We're going to wait. We, we got the, the little one. Well, no, 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 not right now. Okay. Since we got the coquito, we got to move on to the other stuff just to Okay. Cuz there, there's we other have stuff more here. cups or All right, we going you, to? Yeah. Maybe you guys should uh take a swig of water to clean your palate. Okay, I got water. Oh, I don't do that. I can do that. I don't have any water. Mm-hmm. You got an extra bottle? I did bring one. I don't sh- know where it went. You got champagne. You can clean your palate that way. Joe's on four. Yeah, yeah I clean my palate with the champagne. Little squash. All right, Joe, can you yeah. can you talk into the microphone? Put your headphones on. You're drunk. Okay, the headphones are extremely loud. Okay. Well, tough shit. Yep. So we we going uh, on to the next one. Somebody right, was so definitely wait. on these. All right, hold on. Shut up. Uh, we're trying to run a show here with a girl on the phone who's trying to sell a product, and you guys are talking about headphones. Okay. All so right. Which one is the dragon fruit margarita? That is the red color drink. Okay, the, that's the, the tall one, that's the tall one right? Yes. Well, there's okay. no there's no small red one. Joe's right pulling here. out the big glass. Joe, here, here, here's some boost. There's a small one right here. Oh, there is a small one. All right. Yeah, so that, is that infused? The tall one is not infused. The small one is infused. Am I correct? That is correct. Okay. And on the... Take bigger, please. Okay, so that one is the infused everything. Now you can get all these products with this with the CBD infused, right? Uh, yes, you can with special orders. Okay, special orders don't upset us. All right, we're passing around the the dragon fruit margarita. Now, what's in the dragon fruit margarita besides dragon fruit? Uh, we have. Tequila, we have uh, some Casamigos. I don't know if you guys like Casamigos. I like Casamigos. This is actually, you don't even taste the booze in this. This is deadly. This is good. These this are the is ones. This is good. <laughs> this is good. These are the ones that get you in trouble. This is one of those things you have four or five of these. You're on the floor. You're on yeah. vacation. You don't know. Yep. Oh, yeah. imagine taking that, they taking nest. the dragon fruit margarita. 
Or that's delicious. Yeah. They're taking the Dragon Fruit Margarita from Origin LLC there. Okay. Right, wait, wait, hold on. Wait, hold on. We're just trying to control the bit. Hold on. I'm talking to Janelle. All right. Now, listen. Now, or we take this stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Think about it. We mix it with some ice. We put it in a blender. Mm. This margarita is hands down mm. one of the most tasty. That is the sweetest, mm-hmm. tastiest, smoothest margarita I've ever drank in my life. And I don't even love margaritas. You are special. Uh, thank you so much. That means a lot. That I, means really, a I lot. really don't. I'm not a big margarita guy. I mean, as much as I take siestas and wear, like, sombreros and shit, I'm not I'm a big sure, margarita yeah. guy. That is delicious, <laughs> though. <laughs> Okay. Really? I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna have that mixed with some which, champagne later. That's which, what I'm gonna do. Which one is this one? All right. So what's the green one? The green one is called incomparable. Incomparable, my friends. Ooh, but it's like called incomparable. But okay. It's incomparable because it's pear flavored. Ooh, I like pears. Pass that sucker over here. I like pears. Let's get that right on camera. Look yeah. at that. Look at that beautiful. Look at the color too. That's a nice color. Yeah. It's like a green, but it's not too green. Right, it doesn't. Like, it's not, you know, like when you do that, you know, like, sometimes shit can be too green. Right, it's and it makes you not yeah. want to drink it. This is, like, not that. This is nicely green. It, it's not a green bean. Damn, that's good. Mm. Woo! Woo! That is good. Like, you get that at the end. You get the pear right at the end. Yeah. Now, you oh, know, that's good. The question is, who get to go home with this? Ooh, with why? the samples. <laughs> What do you want to take some? Is that your subtle way of I, saying? I mean, you know what we I could like, do is we could split which ones we want to. Riggy, 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 Riggy. Why don't we leave the infused one? Unless you want the infused ones too, you drunk. I, <laughs> I don't think you guys want to see Rick Birkin. No, I don't. <laughs> no, 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 no. Why, why don't we just keep drinking till it's all gone? Uh, yeah. Okay, we're we'll, 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 we'll take it home. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. We got less than fifteen so minutes. To what pull are we doing off. now? What do you want to do? The tea? Well, what are we? What are we? What are we, we moving got the tea on to? And we why got don't we try one of the? Orange one. Yeah, let's not do the tea. What? Let's try. I mean, there is a tea, by the way, in here. We have a. Um, we could put this in. The uh, where is where's the 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 lit tea? The tea is in the uh, the pouch. In the pouch, yeah. correct? Yeah, they can show it. You can put the pouch on camera at least. Let's see that. There you go. That's there the. Yeah, right right there. There's the pouch. That's the pouch. Right. And it's like it, it, it's like an adult moon. Capri Sun. Yeah. Notice yeah. how beautifully wrapped yeah. it is. And the logo. Make sure you get. Let me get, let me get that logo right on there. There you go. Ricky was a hand model. He, so Ricky had a lot of hand jobs. Yeah. Now we got to call Lori from QVC. All right. So your wayward pinky. All right. So sir. your wayward pinky is disgusting. Okay. Wait, wait, hold on. We got to pick. We have three infused. Right. Don't we have three? Take- the no, red the one, two. Joe. Joe said, oh, yeah, two. All right, so we'll do the red one. All right, this, so this is the stuff we had before. This you is the dragon back. You can put this back in the other cup. In this cup. Well, if you want, but <laughs> you, you, no, just little... pour it in here for me. Pour okay. it in here for me. I'm gonna have the the infused dragon fruit margarita. Here we go. Let's give me just pour whatever you want, sir. Yeah, okay. Infuse me a little bit. Yeah. yeah, we're gonna have this. So this is now CBD That's infused. Good. Now, now you prepare this like like. How do you, like CBD oils? What are we doing here? You cook down. What, what, explain to us, uh, or Aurora, what do we do here? Well, I'm not going to tell you my secret. Yes, However, I will. Oh. <laughs> I'll that, take the whole uh, recipe. How many grams of sugar is in this? Okay. Hmm. I'm sorry. Say that again. No, I was going to take the whole recipe. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> well, just Ooh. so you know, I use a uh, variety of techniques for infusion. Huh. Um, That's what Rick said about you. I, <laughs> oh my god! Uh-huh. I um I use different techniques. I 
I do um, a lot of um, uh, infusions with like coconut oil. I use agave oil. Um, That's I, I use a lot of different types of. I use tinctures. Um, that's an alcohol infusion nice. with the uh, cannabis with the hemp. Mm, delicious. Now I'll tell you right now that one is actually bet the the infused is better than the not infused, and I don't know why. Because you drank it in a larger cup. It could be that. It could be that it was allowed to brand. <laughs> oh, yeah. like, maybe, maybe it is. Maybe like a, like a brandy sniff. Uh, was, there, I was doing the shake. Was able to breathe. You in could this. feel. <laughs> you could feel it sneaking up on you a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah, well, that, you get it towards the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You get. You kind. You can taste. There's a difference. Number one, but it's not like. Oh, this is horrible. Like, like you, but you taste yeah. a difference between right. the two. And I'm telling you, this one was to me, the infused one tastes a little better. Trust to me. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure oh, your, everyone's quality. I have no yeah. complaints about either one. Yeah, <laughs> no, everything so far. Every, so, every you should be you should we, be happy. Every product. I'm getting confused. Yeah, you should be happy. <laughs> every product. Cause it, we'll tell you right now. If, if it sucked, we would have been honest with you and told you it sucked. This is this, <laughs> this product is not sucking. Anyway, I got a little cup. No, of it's very because that's creamy. Enjoyable. It's yeah. it's sweet. This it, is. It works just right. Yeah, it's a, the, I'm, now I'm drinking the coquito. You done, Billy? Yeah, the C, yeah. He's got Billy. Billy. Yeah, Billy's, Billy's got kids. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the CBD <laughs> infused. So do us. Yeah, but you don't like yours. He likes this. <laughs> the CBD infused coquito. I'm now going to try this. Is muy bueno. That's really good. Now see, I'm telling you, that's the coquito good. from I the beginning was great. So I'm expecting great things with this CBD one now. Thank you. Let's see what happens. Oh my the fucking. Damn. That it's like a milkshake with coconut in it, yeah, and right. I don't. I've never had a milkshake with coconut in it. Oh, like I've had coquitos because I know a lot of Puerto Ricans. See, let's be fucking honest. I do. <laughs> no, and they make a lot of coquito. But let me tell you, this is the best coquito I'm telling you I've had in a while. This is really uh, good you, fucking coquito. You wanted, you know, you did this so on much. purpose. You did this on purpose because <laughs> you, you wanted me to love you more than I already did. Oh, uh, you did this on purpose. <laughs> We got to put on some uh, some hip hop right now for 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 Rick to start twerking. I'm waiting for it. Yeah, I don't. I really don't want to see him with no pants on again. Uh. <laughs> Wait till the company Christmas party. Then we'll see some good shit. Um, possible, wow, this yeah. that was really good. That's coquito. delicious. Like I would freeze that and make a Sunday with it. Right. Like it's that creamy. Yeah, could. It's that creamy. It's that rich. I'm it's like a milkshake. I'm gonna try the tea. You're gonna try the so tea. All right, so Ricky's gonna try the tea. The lit coquito ice cream. And then coquito ice cream. I'm telling you. Then I'm gonna knock out well, some you, more of that coquito. You you heard Martin? Co- I'm astute. Yeah. yeah. If I tell you to have coquito ice cream, that's what you should be You're doing. Stupid. Yeah. I am no stupid. <laughs> what was the inspiration to come up with these specific flavors that you came up with? Yes. Well, I I like eggnog, um, but I found that it can be a little bit boring. Yes. And. Um, <laughs> I I found that the coquito, I had so many variations of it that I put my own little spin on it um, based on the different variations. And um, that's pretty much what I what I came up with. Um, it's all about trial and error. Um, it's about balance, using fresh ingredients. I like your spin. Your spin is definitely, <laughs> like, I'm telling you, like, I've had a lot of booze in my life. My body is built 90% on booze. And about ten percent food, and or vice versa. And, 30% and clay. Cigars. No, clay is just my head. 
<laughs> but they will sneak up on you. Yes, but that's what I'm... It's see, already that's why, sneaking up. That's why I think Billy stopped, because Billy was like, I got to drive, I got kids, they're more important. <laughs> Listen... <laughs> But yeah, it, 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 it is like it. a, it's, it's a, yeah, it's right. a subtle, I it's a very subtle. Yeah, I know, mine's sneaking up on me with a bat. <laughs> yeah. Listen, well, you know what? Taste the iced tea like and tell me. Yeah. 3.5 nanoseconds, Rick. Let, you better slow down. I know, the iced tea, you can actually taste the. What am I, what am I tasting with the you can chef's taste, kiss that you just you gave me? You can taste the, what you call that, CBD? The CBD? Yeah, you can taste that. This is, this is the, oh, you can smell it. Yeah. It's you can actually it's smell so the infused. Up. Yeah, you can tell. Yeah. Mm. You see that? You can taste it. Ooh. Ooh. But it's not overpowering. That's what yeah. I'm fucking liking about right. this stuff. Like, I'm swimming. Yeah. Up. I appreciate that because that's the one thing about uh, being a bartender versus just a, a mixologist. You know, um, a lot of times people don't know the difference. The bartenders, they more than likely, and some people guys, they just serve the drinks. Mixologists, they're wow. the chefs. Of the bar. How do we, um, buy, how so do we get this? Myself Shut up, Joe, she's a mixed tender. Um, Jesus Christ, like she's doing a whole story. Drink. I'm and, sorry. Uh, Go ahead. Yeah. You're fine. Joe was talking over what you were hyping, and oh, I'd like to oh, hear oh, your story. Oh, 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 I said, what did oh, I'm sorry, Joe. You might turn off. Go ahead. Oh, I was saying that um, I like to see myself as a mixed tender versus just a bartender or a mixologist. So you're a combo um, of the two. I'm sorry? You're a combo of the two. You're a bartender and a mixologist pushed together. Take both and make them better than what they yeah, are. You're elevating individual. the game. By bringing sure. both parties together, you're elevating the game. Yes, uh, mixologists are deemed as the uh, chefs of the bar, or the establishment of the bar in the uh, bar area. And the bartender tends to the guests. They serve the drinks. They prepare the drinks based on the mixologist recipe and specifications. Right. All right. Now but it used to just be easy. Just add grenadine to it and send it away. Well, that's when you because you're, you're a shitty bartender. All right, now I will turn to Joe because Aurora Janelle, the CEO of Aurora Janelle LLC, is done talking. Now, Joe, ask your question. I had no question. Yes, you did. You said, yes. "How do you get these fine products?" No, that was my and you were talking while she was talking. You're a nasty drunk. I right? know. <laughs> Now get out! Get out of my bar! Stop, Joe! Yeah, I'm, I'm going in again on the coquito. I'm glad you like it, Rick. Yeah, right, so I'm how, going how, in again how do we get this. these fine products? Um, currently, I have an, um, an IG, and I also have a, um, a website, which is under construction, being that I am developing it and making it as professional as possible. Um, you can get me on IG. Whenever you guys want me to plug that, I can plug that in. Feel yeah, free, feel right free to pl plug in. Uh, you can reach me at Gmail, Twitter, and Instagram with the handle Originel with the number one. That is A U R A J A N E L L E one at Gmail, at Twitter, and Instagram. All right, I got to tell you right now, I'm going to be checking that out. Yes, sir. But one thing I want to point out, I mixed and I wanted to put it on camera. I mixed with Champagne, the uh, Dragon Fruit Margarita, not CBD infused, the other one, just because I figured it plus CBD in that would be fucking great, but I, it was the only one I could really reach over to. Now, I put those two together in a little martini glass, and let me tell you, this fucking shit uh -huh. is delicious. Uh-huh. It's a great mixer. 
It's a mixer. It can stand on its own. It's one of those booze that, like, really... It compliments. It compliments. It's, 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 that's what awesome. I like. Not like you, Eddie. It's no, fuck you. I'm actually, uh, I'm actually working on, uh, <laughs> believe it or not, trying to be like uh, the next Martha Stewart, the okay. black Martha. Because, uh, yeah, her and Snoop, I love them. I, I, their energy, and uh, I love what she does as far as, you know, her drinks, her, you know, her, her whole See? line, her brand. You're going to be the first awesome. origin now. Yeah, she's the Black Mother Stewart. So what you what she is? Now. What she is is if you take Snoop Do- Snoop Dogg's coolness and Martha Stewart's uh, culinary expertise, and you smush them together, you get Originelle. Originelle LLC. That's, that's why that's you'll be the first. Cool. I like that. I there like that. See, it should be a crime to make something this good and have such a beautiful ass too. That's it. <laughs> That's you know what, what my, that's that's what my mom you, says you, about me. You yeah. put all this shit on the market, forget it. You be a millionaire in two weeks. Yeah. Well, somebody, you know what? Reach out to uh, my man Snoop. Reach out to Martha, Damon John. I just read your book, there Rise you of Wine. Very motivational. Love you to death. Recommend it to all my friends. Yes. Well, it's it does, it, it it also does help that not only does a woman of your stature make such great product, but you are. Easy on the eyes, as they say. Oh, thank so, you kindly. You are a thank very beautiful kind. woman, and that's going to help you in success because what's going to happen is they're going to they're going to automatically invite you into places that ugly motherfuckers like myself can't get into. I know. <laughs> and they're going to say, "Come here, beautiful woman. What do you got to tell us?" Mm-hmm. And then you're going to show them and showcase all this fine product and your fine ass, as Ricky would say. Too. <laughs> <laughs> and you come in, and that's going to open more doors for you. And I think you, you, after tasting this stuff, Ricky, I think you would agree. Yep. That definitely. she she's going to be doing well in her future endeavors, Billy. Absolutely. Yes, I believe. And so. let me you let know me, what? Let me just say I this. I appreciate that, and I love the thought, and I love the you know putting it out there in the universe again. I did you know express that you know earlier to my friends and family. Like today is eleven eleven. It's a very spiritual day. Nice. It's your anniversary. Mm-hmm. Um. So this day is filled with blessings and and many more. You know, um, endeavors that's going to be coming in the future, and I'm just happy that I was able to share it with you guys. Just I had to put that out there. So, all right, I just want to say that I'm not going to say where we used to work together at, but we used to work together, and we had a Christmas party. Yes, uh, 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 I think it was a potluck. <laughs> Are you going to give up? Some and sickness? somebody brought their coquito against hers, and I'm going to tell you, couldn't even touch yours. They had a coquito off. Couldn't even touch yours. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And right and now. Yeah, if he tried to do hers, oh, this is this is awesome. Fuck that, this Ricky's is, trying know. to make a race riot. Everyone get out. Yeah. <laughs> He's putting us up against the Puerto Ricans. Well, you know we're going to talk because I got some people I can talk to. Damn right. So we definitely going to talk about no this. Ain't no more. And when I say that he's Puerto Rican, meaning that um, I give props to you know that that's where it came from. That drink came from Puerto Rico. Oh, absolutely. In the sense that when you get Puerto Rican. But real Boricuas and Puerto Ricanians that tell you that your drink is better than their 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 aunt, the tias, and abuelitas. That's that just <laughs> that's, that's right. a lot. And yeah. I'm not even Latin. Odele, arriba la raza ese. I agree. Hey, this girl is very but smart. I, She's like a student. But I can roll my R's. <laughs> How you doing? She rolls her R's like Cardi B. Hey, how you doing? <laughs> <laughs> it's what she does. Ricky's getting I'm drunk on your cojito. Hey. I'm going in for the fifth time. 
Please let the record show that Ricky likes the cream stuff in his mouth. Yeah. Yep. It's the right cream stuff. It's the right cream stuff. It's the right cream stuff. Well, because it it can't be the wrong one. It's Originelle's fucking cream stuff. Mm -hmm. That coquito is muy bueno. Yeah, but this cream don't come from nothing with a point. Gracias, gracias. Gracias. Mamacita, como esta? Hey, papi. Papi, I'm papi chulo. You fucking very nice. Hey. All right, I gotta let you go anyway before I start uh, pissing off the yeah, whole Latin community. You know I... <laughs> Billy's doing the dance. Yeah, because Billy's got. We have to get out of here, and he knows, so I gotta get that ready to go. Okay. All right, okay. so the beautiful Originelle with her fine products. She's the CEO of Originelle LLC. Mm-hmm. Just look her up. You'll great. find the product. Mm-hmm. Uh, give the web. Give the uh, the email out one more time if they need to get a hold of you. The email is Originelle one at gmail dot com which is A-U-R-A-J-A-N-E-L-L-E. There you go. One, the number one, at Gmail. I didn't Twitter. expect anything else. It had to be the number one. And ID. There you go. Okay. All right. Well, Absolutely delicious. Thank you, beautiful, yes. for being on the show. And uh, anytime you want to come back, we're going to need more booze, so feel free. <laughs> but listen, thank you so much. Do you mind if I just say a quick thank you? All right, real quick. Go ahead. <laughs> okay, I just want to say thank thank you so much for um you you guys for having me. Thank you, Rick. Thank you, Bud. Hi, Abe. Small business services. Thank you, Women's Entrepreneurship. Rock United. Everybody, I love you. Thank you, and I appreciate you. Great right, message. Thank, thank you. There you go. <laughs> thank you, Bud. Love you more, Bud. babe. Love you more. I'll talk to you soon. And I, and, and, I, okay. and I know for a fact that we'll be talking about this product for, you know, shows to come. So don't worry about it, okay, baby? Absolutely. There's more. There's more. There's more to be made. No worries. Oh, of course. All I know. Right. Mm-hmm. All right, babe. I'll talk to you later. Have a good one. Thank you. Thank you. Ah, beautiful women bringing booze. It's an anniversary. Yeah. We have Martin <laughs> Cove on the show. And it's he's, good. He's man. good stuff. Good stuff. All right. On that note, I know Billy's going to cry, but we got to get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Billy, play the jingle. It's the Ham Radio Show. Thank you, Martin Cove, for being on the program. Thank you for fucking Aurora Janelle being on the program. Happy anniversary to the boys. And Joe is drunk off his ass. Please get that on camera. Joe is drunk on his ass. Free speech is never silent. Always speak the fuck up. And I remember, if you're going to fuck that chicken, make sure it's drinking that coquito. Hey, amigo. I'll see you next week. Next week. The Ham Radio Show is a production of the Unfiltered Radio Network and broadcast live from the Bunker Studios in New York every Wednesday night from 6 p.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time right here on unfilteredradionetwork.com. All material heard on the Ham Radio Show is copyrighted by the Ham Radio Show. Some material may be copyrighted by its respective owners. Any reproduction, rebroadcast, or retransmission of the Ham Radio Show's material without the written consent of Ham Radio and or its affiliates is strictly prohibited. And if you don't understand all that legal content,